So we were originally going to open up by talking about what's going on with the recount in Georgia. But uh, Alex Jones has led like a big rally. And then, I, you know, we were thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, what this, what's getting crazier is this, the, the COVID lockdown right now is, is probably the craziest we've seen in a long time. So much so that I've actually pulled up the, the Ron Paul. Uh, I'll call it an animation. Yes, Because I don't want to trigger the, the controversy again. Yeah, but uh, so look, we're still we're still waiting to see what happens with you know these recounts. The deadline is tonight. Whether or not Trump will pull off some hail mary and figure out a way to, uh, to actually win the presidency, we'll see. In the meantime, we've actually got really crazy stuff going on. So uh, notably in Denmark, if you saw the title, there's actually a mandatory vaccination law. So there's been ongoing protests. They're banging pots and pans. They're screaming, not really a riot or anything like that. But there are riots across Europe. We're now seeing the lockdowns are, are hitting every state. New York's locking down. They're shutting down schools. Stores are being stripped clean. And it's like, all right, this one's probably a bit more pressing. We should probably talk about this. So uh, because this is such a very serious and important topic that is life or death, we brought in Ryan Long to hang out with us. Thank you very much. And uh, before we even get into that, there's some bigger pressing news is I have an injury because I was... I was brought by Tim Pool to his skate park, (laughs) and I requested a skate park, and then that's when he cracked out the Razor scooters and soap shoes, and he says he feels more comfortable in that avenue. As long as no one knows. (laughs) Yeah, people don't know that about Tim Pool, is that it's all (laughs) Razor scooters and, and soap shoes. He's grinding the rails with his shoes, and this is what happens. You end up with the... Quite the scenario here. This dude was jumping around like like a little kid, and then he fell down and went, and I was like, oh, jeez. He had Kid Rock blasting. (laughs) How dare you? My name is Tim! As he razor scootered down the guardrail. There's no guardrail down there. (laughs) Well, there isn't any more after my injury. So, uh... You know, it is kind of a joke that we bring in Ryan to talk about something very serious, but I gotta say, you know, it's probably better that we laugh, considering the world seems to be falling apart, you know, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll roll with it. But, uh, you know, Ian's chilling too. Hi, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to rat out Tim. And, for uh, and, and we have, uh, of course, we have Ron Paul. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, we have me, but we also have Ron Paul. Way R- more important. Ryan, would you call that a gift or it's a happening. GIF? Yeah, which is it? Um, that's a gift to all of us. Thank Ron you. Paul, GIF, you guys thank wrong. you, Canadians. That's why I called it an animation. That's right. Uh, or it's not really an animation. It I don't is. know what it is. An animated GIF? No, what would you... It's like a, a loop. What would you call the video that's only like it's four frames? All of or, the above. Yeah. It's happening. It so happening. Uh, a lot of things have been... It's happening lately. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yes, of course, Lydia is here too. Yeah, you know, I am technically here, yeah. But uh, uh, you, like, uh, so we have the it's happening with the, the crazy election. Now we what? have the, it's happening with the COVID lockdown and in Europe, like it's gone absolutely insane. So before we get started, smash the like button, hit the notification bell. We're live Monday through Friday uh, at 8 p.m. And uh, let's just talk about what's going on, man. What's going on, Ryan? Well, I just came back from New York. They just uh, they locked the they take comedy down from 12 o'clock to 10 o'clock and all the clubs and everything like that. And they just uh, closed up the schools. So me personally, I'm waiting for a new like 11 year old girl. Maybe if there's like a Greta Koverberg <laughs> that can tell us what to oh do. Because you know we knew what to do about global warming, but then now no, maybe... we, well we didn't until she came along. That's what I mean. They haven't yeah. ushered in a new 11 year old chick that has all the answers. She's lately. like 18. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she so, looks like she's. Joe Biden's like 95 thousand. I'm like uh, I'm kind of accustomed to listen to 11 year olds nowadays. <laughs> you, right. I'm it's conditioned. Not... It is kind of funny though that. It's like where where are the regular aged people like we either have little kids or we have really old people yeah, seriously you know? what's up i guess we have you know no i can you name there, there's somebody Ted isn't Cruz. 
No, I can't name Ted anyone Cruz. under the okay. 90. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ted there you Cruz. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, there you go. He's okay. But I mean, like, on the left for, like, their 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 climate change. It's like, Usher, bring out the little girl. Yeah. It's always some yeah. little kid. And then they always have, like, a reactionary right-wing guy that's like, I was 12 and I actually like it. You know, oh, I, I think global warming stinks. <laughs> they do, though. He they goes do. the other way, yeah. They, they, I forgot the, kid, the kid's name, but there was some right-wing kid who came out, like, challenging. There's always sort of a, yeah, an what opposition. What is this? Reactionary. So crazy. What is? Anyway, anyway. But yeah, no, the lockdown, right now it's crazy. Yo, obviously. As soon as uh, Trump lost, Brooklyn went nuts and it was lockdowns are over again. <laughs> you, I, it was a rave. So I went there. They had like Burning Man trucks. People were dancing. It was, you know, people were crying. They couldn't be happier. Right. And they had a, uh, people had a bag of Cheetos and they were putting them on the floor and then stomping them ceremonially. Like that's, 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 yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. affront to Cheetos. Man. Cause the, Seriously. <laughs> cause the orange man was dead and they're just wasting Cheetos at that point. It was a branded sponsor. Actually, okay, I got it. you know, right, they're very industrious. Cheetos was throwing out bags of people so yeah. they could stomp on them. Jokes aside though, I do the Cheeto hour podcast if you want to <laughs> and it's gonna be very hard to sell now with trump so we, we're gonna need the press but on, dude they, so they locked everything down here's a perfect it's so crazy because i'm watching businesses one by one drop and like real friends of mine right and people are still writing articles being like these you know nazis like here for example there's this one comedy club that was doing shows wrote a bunch of articles they're trying to shut it down if you actually talk to the guy he goes dude i literally i i'm a comedy club owner and I have a family to feed and, you know, we can't give money either. Like I shut down this club, go bankrupt, go on welfare, or I'm trying, I'm going to try to do some shows and try to make some money. So this is where a lot of people are at. And then three places closed down and there's nothing really anyone could do. So people try to make do and then you get called whatever, like, you know, yeah. murderers and all this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that pe people really calling them murderers in New York? Like worse, you know, yeah. worse. They're calling them racist. Yeah. I know, right? One worse than murderer. <laughs> That would be That's racist, so correct, sir. That the racist thing really works on people. Yeah, no, so it's, it's, uh, but I mean, people don't know what to do. So they, and even if they do, they have these like big leases. So they try to, they try to make a little bit of money by running a show and then people shut it down. And that's why now I think like even what you're talking about, they're just saying, you know what? We're tired of like tricking people. Remember for before, for a while, they would just tell some like, you know, bullcrap stuff where they go, Oh, I remember all the articles that were like, you know, you actually look sexy in a mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And then they, they showed a picture of Tom Hardy. Right. And he'd be like, eh, dude in a mask, yeah. looking sexy. And you're yeah. like, okay, well, that's Tom Hardy. <laughs> and that's that's kind of like what they were doing. And then and then eventually they're like, hey, we don't even have to lie to them anymore. We could just like yeah, tell them to stay in their house and that'll be the end of it. And then start berating and insulting them. Yeah, yeah. No. That, that, that is crazy. Attack. Like, yeah, when this all started, it was like, guys, please, you know, it's 15 days to slow the spread. We've got to work together on this. And now that it's been almost a year, they're like, shut your mouth and get back in your hovel. Yeah, I'm done. We're done uh, listening. I actually respect the people that are kind of uh, fighting the power. Like, <laughs> there's this one comedy club. They go, because you can be in synagogues right now. And they go, they just announce, they go, we're actually doing synagogue shows now. It's like, we just want to get out there. And we <laughs> and everyone's like, I see what you guys That's are up amazing. to. Yeah, but they're, they're targeting. The I know what you're thinking. It'd be hard to get paid, but... <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, you do the that. show. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're what? The Why? What are you? No, I'm just saying because it's illegal. It's true. Did, yeah. I know. Yeah. Show? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm because sorry. you're skirting around the law. No, you try to get paid and you're like, hey, you promised $50 and they say $20. What do you need $10 for? Um, oh my gosh. That's an old joke. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> old joke for an old comedy show. Oh my goodness. Uh, but they're actually targeting the Jewish community pretty heavily in, uh, uh, in, in New York City. They're going there. There's now a rumor yeah, that no. cops have binoculars and they're like trying to look through windows to see if they can find people practicing a religious Jewish ceremony of some sort so they can come down on them. This this is I'll tell you what the craziest thing to me is. 
that you could wear a cop uniform and tell people you're doing that? Seriously. That, that, yes. Oh, these but, binoculars? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm a cop. A, I'm a pig. <laughs> Why am I watching you shower? Oh, it's COVID reasons. I'm a cop. So, you know, as cops, we're the worst. I know, right? old tricks. We're actually at a point where the city government is destroying businesses by force specifically singling out the Jewish community. So this was this this is actually specific. There's hotspots and Cuomo announces we're going to do this lockdown in these areas and somebody was like, "Hey, wait a minute. Those are all Jewish areas mm-hmm. and you're ignoring the hotspots that aren't Jewish. What's up with that?" Yeah. Shut your mouth. And they just they just keep doing it. Then they arrested one of the guys who was leading the protests against it. So it's, you you quite literally have this is a very funny phenomenon. The government is ordering people to lock down in the United States across the country, and it's happening all over Europe. This is empowering massive corporations. So when the mom and pop shop shutters, Amazon gets all the money. So you have this very, uh, uh, you know, let's just call it inadvertent, lucrative merger between corporation and state. Sure. Dude, it's the biggest while, transfer while, of wealth in our lifetime. While, while they're targeting the Jews. What is that? Is, 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 does this sound like something familiar? Well, I will like, be clear that... To put a tiny wrench in that theory, when they're 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 targeting like the Hasidic Jews in Brooklyn, yeah, they're not, te- you know, that's not really like the historically like the wealthy Jews in New York, right? It's a kind of a- well. So, but the, but the issue was when they when they announced that they were going to be locking down the hot spots, it was like they just pointed to the the Hasidic Jewish neighborhood and then ignored the hot spots outside yeah. of it. So it's like. What are you, what are you doing? Like, they went to the park and they chained the park shut in the Jewish neighborhood. Yeah. And a bunch of people, these, these. So are you pro or against this? I'm. The lockdown? I'm absolutely (laughs) against. No, the Jew targeting. That's, I'm, I'm pointing, I'm totally against it. And I'm pointing out how crazy it is, is it that we actually have some kind of faux pseudo fascism? And I say that because, first of all, the authoritarianism is the authoritarian, the total lockdown and stuff is authoritarian. But like, the idea that the government is going to lock everything down, and it benefits these massive corporations greatly to the point where they consolidate power. It sounds very fascistic. Like, you know, Mussolini said the merge, the, the, the merger of the corporation and the state, you know, and then they, you have the academic definition, which doesn't really apply, but it's fairly fascistic. Dude, you never have to. It's so much easier to just get people to root for what you already want them to do. Like literally right, right now, all these businesses are shutting down and who's the number one person that's for it? You know, the public, they're, you know, lock us in our houses. Give me a bedtime. Get it. <laughs> People are demanding, put me in my pantry and give me my ration of donut have once you, a day. You know? Have you seen the meme where it's like, yay, we defeated fascism. Quick force, you know, now, now force the enforced lockdown, lockdowns. Yeah. yeah. So, and these people, I've seen so many people that are friends of mine that they're, they're so pro this. And then they kind of go the same in the same breath. They don't have a problem with the hypocrisy that like Amazon's getting rich and all these yeah. companies, countries are, you know, companies are getting rich. It's sort of, but the, You'll see this so much. Like I just, uh, you know, how there used to be like labor parties, and now they all just kind of got woke, and now they're essentially like elitists that don't even care about right. any yeah. you Manage, know. managerial yeah. parties. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, HR. They departments. are. They, it, you know, they're like elitist liberal parties. They kind, they kind of hate the working class for the most part, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. So I saw them on the other day. They were making a video, and they were posting on like the you know directing sites and stuff like that. And they're like, "Hey, we're we're uh, casting for this video." Uh, we're looking for non-union talent and non-union directing. <laughs> they're making a video about how unions are great. For- no, for real? <laughs> yeah. Really? Wow. And Interesting. They're, they're, they're casting non-union talent. And it was like nope. not even a speck of problem with these like hypocrisies that they so hold much. in their own opinions. That's, <laughs> like, that's, and you that- go, well, why don't you want to hire unions? And you're like, well, because the it's too expensive for us. And you're like, 
But anyways, back to our steelworker <laughs> right, video. Like, yeah. It's like they don't care. They Having don't someone it. go on camera, non-union labor, to read a script about how unions are great. It's, it's like, absolutely insane. It's remarkable. Church of Scientology hired me to do a Scientology video about the right to marriage with my girlfriend who I wasn't married to, but that was a weird what? experience. Weird it's too. just fake. It's, it's all fake. This world, all married this world Scientologists. is yeah. made, of, made of plastic. Made of 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all plastic. 50 bucks. You know, it's, it's funny. a lot of plastic, that's I, for sure. I, there's a video out of Seattle where a bunch of construction workers are protesting socialists. The socialists showed up to Amazon and they're protesting Amazon and it's like woke college students, you know, glasses, very typical colored hair. And they're like the working people. And then all of a sudden the construction workers start shouting them down. Like these people aren't the working class. They're the bourgeoisie wearing a working class mask, trying to convince everybody that they're, you know, for, for the working class and for actual laborers, and they're the they're they're literally it, this is funny the wokeness stuff it's all HR department, so it's quite literally it is the the, the Democrats have become the political party of HR departments managerial yeah. elites wealthy bankers, the wokeness it's because oh no we can't have none of that you know don't want to get sued and students too yeah it's like HR departments and students yeah. unite mm-hmm. well yeah and especially once they run out of like actual targets you find them like if you look at some of the stuff that's been going on where they go. You know how J.K. Rowling's got cut, cut down or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, they would agree with her on 99.9% of stuff. Yep. And it was like, you don't comply for the extra 1%, and that's kind of not enough. Like, there was that one... Hey, you got to burn something, huh? Well, you, exactly. But there was a new one with uh, Lizzo, and she basically came out, and I always said Lizzo's a huge inspiration to the fat gross community. But <laughs> <laughs> she said recently that... <laughs> <laughs> she came out. She's a big inspiration in the fat gross community. Oh she said that uh, the, she said that the fat gross movement uh, was the people weren't fat and gross enough, and she was like, it got taken over by white chicks, and they aren't even fat enough. Are you talking about body this? Is true? Po- yes. Are you talking about body, body positivity? positivity? Yes, yes. that's what she said. Oh my gosh! And and it was and you go you go yeah, this is helping anybody. You know, oh. the, the the fat movement isn't fat enough. Oh, that's what's really funny about like the the, the COVID stuff and the lockdown is that there's not going to be a body positivity movement in a in a year no because everyone's going to be gaunt and like oh, feed me. communism <laughs> you know? yeah yeah, yeah right no businesses no food no stimulus people are gonna go hungry you know maybe that's the real conspiracy because i was reading that there's a conspiracy theory that the global elites are like faking everything because they just want to kill poor people this I'm guy like, hangs out with alex jones one day one day and i heard it from him and i'm like the real conspiracy is that they're an- they're 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 anti-woke and they hate the body positivity movement so they're like how do we make americans make sense <laughs> take away all their money it. take away all their jobs shut down all the restaurants <laughs> you can only order things on amazon and then all of a sudden you're going to end up with a whole bunch of really thin people. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, I know it's just being silly, but think about what might actually happen in a year. They're saying the COVID lockdown is going to last until quarter two or quarter three of next year. What do you think happens? You think a lot of these, you know, more abundantly obese people become just like morbidly? Thin? No, I said more abundantly on purpose. They're going to be on food stamps and buying more abundantly obese and- means yeah. you are literally about to die from obesity. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, <laughs> they'll, all right. Be, they'll become more sedentary and they'll keep buying crap food with food stamps. And mm-hmm. just- yep get sickly and fat yeah but they're not gonna have jobs or money so they're like gonna slowly start withering away well, even yeah. with yeah with the lack with covid sort of taking away people's jobs it goes one way or the other same with the trump you know whether he's gone or whatever he's not gone it's like with that when you take that stuff away people either have to kind of be like all right let me actually get my life together now 
or yeah. they or they double down on like, okay, well, I don't have a job, I don't have food. I guess I can double down on my activism because right. activism has been in like for the last four or five years. It's been you know this stuff's been an excuse for a lot of people to not have to do anything. Like, oh, I couldn't you know write that extra book. I had to yell at the cops. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Or I would love to have <laughs> taken that school course, but I did something better. I argued on Facebook for forty five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know that, and they go, that must be nice for you to not have to do that. But I had no choice. <laughs> you know, I had no choice, right? You don't want the world. It's, it's a perfect excuse for being lazy. It's. it's well, I mean, it's a huge excuse, right? Really I mean. Activism used to be kind of hard. Right. You used to have to actually You used to get arrested and charged with yeah. crimes. Well, even, now the DAs cut right? you loose and you're yeah, like, back man. to it. So e- easy. Remember 10 years ago when we'd see like, you'd see some white chick like go to Africa and build a school and you'd be like, oh, people kind of like roll their eyes at that. Yeah. She did 10 times more. Seriously. <laughs> 10? Yeah. 10? Dude, that person Dude. got on a plane she and now. No, 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 no. Found. The, yeah, yeah, go. No, no. It, it, I don't know how you. Mul- <laughs> it, it's, it's a multiplier effect because uh, I, I don't know how you do this. <laughs> when, when the far left activism is a net negative. They're not making right. things. They're destroying things. But I was I was saying 10 times the energy put in. But you're it's right. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's negative 100 Well, none times. of them do anything, but yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true, too. I mean, but th- the thing is, you used to have to go. You go to Africa. You'd find a kid. you take your picture. Now you just find some guy in Brooklyn. And you're like, look, this guy isn't even a CEO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the whole thing now. So I think a lot of people are going to have to figure out. You know what their life looks like post Trump and you know post COVID. If you're like, if you're for the, you know, if you're with the government on COVID, you're with the, you know, government to corporations on, you know, what the how people should treat each other. It's like, what is? I think I think post Trump, there's going to be a lot of uh, Trumpism. That's already what they're saying. Yes. So I'm seeing like uh, somebody tweeted, you know, Trump's lawsuits not really arguing fraud or whatever. And then someone responded, they're just trying to keep Trumpism going. And I'm like, Trumpism? These Trumpists. Yeah, what, Trumpists. They actually say Trumpets. Yeah. Like Trumpet. Oh what do you think? Yeah. Do you think that like Trumpism is a little bit of There's no such a thing as Trumpism. No, no, no. It's I'm saying, but like, thing. you could probably agree that the whole woke thing became a religion for some people. Oh, yeah. It is sure. a religion for sure. Yeah. Non-theistic religion. Absolutely. I would say that for some people, Donald Trump is somewhat of a religion. Yes. Yeah, but cult of personality. Trump's not, uh, you know, I think a lot of people- He, he doesn't have as many tenants. Yeah, That's I think true. I think I think a lot of the people who support Trump are kind of just regular people who will roll their eyes. You know what? The crazy Kurt, things he says. I, I like Kurt Metzger. He said this because he's like a Jehovah's Witness, and he says the difference between the real religions and the fake religions is, or not the real religions and the bad religions is, you actually have to do their thing. Like with Christian <laughs> and Catholic, you kind of you kind of don't have to do it, right? With with the with Trump, he's like, you don't really have to do my things. But in you know, if you're a part of the woke thing, it's like, no, you kind of have to do the things. Oh yeah. So that's the well, it's not even that. In the, if you're part of the woke religion. I imagine like if being woke and and like showing up to, you know what? Have you ever seen uh, Silent Hill? That movie. It's a video no. game, but you ever seen? You've, you've Only seen a part of it a few weeks ago. So there's it, yeah. there's a, there's a part where she goes down into this shaft, and there's like the the it's it's a horror movie, right? And there's a bunch of nurses, and they're like very busty and attractive, but their faces are all bandaged up, and they're like all twisted, and they have knives. And if you make a single noise, they start swinging wildly with the knives. Isn't it like? I imagine that what it's like being woke. It's like you're in there with them and you're like sweating and you're like, if I say one wrong thing, all of these women are just going to start swinging knives at me and like slashing throats and just- 100% accurate. It's exactly what it's like. It is a little bit like that. You know what? And that kind of like aggression, I know I'm kind of making weird analogies here, but a lot of it is just like city chick stuff. Yeah. Because if you think about it- a lot of what's happening is, you you know, you have a group of like chicks or whatever, and they'll be like, you know, telling people what they should want. Like, this is what you should think's hot. This is what you should right. want yep. in a woman. Yes. And you go, these are a little bit like hot girl demands. And 
You have not hot chicks telling them to. Yeah, what's going on <laughs> with go, that? It's like a guy that's poor being like, yeah, this is what you should like in a guy. And he's like living on the street and he's Dude, never had a happens. job and he's smoking weed on your couch. And he's mm-hmm. like, have, you, have, you, have you heard of life coaching? Yes. So many of these life coaches are like not particularly successful people. Oh, therapists are all depressed. Trying to tell yeah. you what you should be doing. But I think, I think uh, woke, the wokeness is quite literally social pressures from uh, young, like millennial city. Yeah, I don't want to say young because now they're in their 30s. City women, like you said, telling people what they should like and the guys who think that by agreeing with whatever they say, they'll get laid. Yeah. So you've got 68% of millennial women are Democrat. And then men are actually, millennial men are about, you know, evenly split between Democrat and Republican. I'm fairly confident, you know, a lot of these like male feminists, they think they're going to get laid. Like they think just agreeing with these women. I'm not saying literally every single one, but there's a lot of them. And I, I, I say that specifically because there are a lot, uh, you know, the meme reset the clock. Yeah. There's a lot of these male feminists who are actually abusers and assault these women. They're entering these spaces pretending to be woke. Because they're predators looking for, you and know. then there's some bad ones too. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad ones too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> yeah, those guys are pretty bad. Oh, there are substantially worse ones. There, I kind of just to interrupt from the last point. It's kind of weird. I was thinking about this when people, a lot of people say, you know, especially with Gen Z, like Gen Z is more conservative, right? And it's and it's so, a bit. yeah. But it's the truth is like those words just got changed. You go, is it really the Gen Z is more conservative, or is it that they're like, well, I know I'm not that. You know, so I think a lot of these words got changed and, you know, know, one of the things is more authoritarian. But if you actually look at what's being considered conservative, it's just that they've changed all the lines and all the definitions. So so Gen Z is only a little bit more conservative in some areas, but they're very they're very much on par with progress uh, with millennials. Gen Z uh, is slightly more conservative in some areas than millennials. But for the most part, it's pretty much the same. Which, But it, but that's serious because every generation has been way more progressive than the last, except for yeah. Gen Z. Gen Z is kind of like sort of shifted a little bit in the direction. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because uh, the left doesn't have kids and the right does. So I, I talked about this before that in the 2000s, early 2000s, they said they uh, uh, conservative families are having an average uh, 2.01 kids per family. Mm-hmm. And liberals are having point, uh, 1.7. And so add 20 years, you have slightly more conservative Gen Z than you have <clears throat> of liberal. Well, that accounts for some of it. But there's also like a ton of immigrants and stuff like that. So that's true. They would even that yep. up to some degree. But I think it's, you know, the, what makes someone say whether they're conservative or liberal. And I think a lot of these see politics is is the easy way to look at it. It's kind of like the UFC. Like. You know, with sports, right? If you're, if you're like, oh, I'm going to get into sports. Like, if you're a girl that's like, wants to get into something and you want to get into politics, it's so easy. You just pick a team and you go, I'm this and you, you don't yeah. have to really do anything, right? So it's an easy thing to like get involved with. Like UFC, if you go into basketball or baseball, you need to know the stats. Whereas like a lot of people can just pick a, pick a thing. So everything gets looked at through that lens. But I think more so when, especially when you're looking at kids and stuff like that. It's a lot of it is like a masculine versus feminine, feminine dynamic masquerading as a left right dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sounds like something Jordan Peterson would say. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peterson is giving uh, Joe Biden a run for his money and who has the better hair plugs. Oh those, guys, those guys <laughs> both look it. like Mr. Burns and now they have like <laughs> afros. Oh, my gosh. We gotta take it. But yeah. So do you know what I mean? Like there is there's so much. All of this stuff where it's like when you look at like freedom, safety and all of the things that are manifesting themselves as left, right. Right. It's all male. Female well, that, that's stuff. that's why it's interesting that 68 percent. And this is from, I think, a year or so ago from Pew Research. 68 percent of millennial women are uh, Democrats and then men are evenly split. Like I said, probably because some guys are just 
you know, not really Democrats. They're just yeah. predators or they're just, you know, going after these women. Well, no, like for sure. That, that I mean, weird white knight like uh, phenomenon. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like a they trust in God, but God is that women taking over and it's it's almost like it's vague no, it's no like, the, the white if i give my power to women then everything's gonna be all right it's like i think you're just talking about religious. simps just you, well, like i would also call them simps yeah. yeah they're just guys who are like i will white give knights, you I'll, simps, yeah exactly i'll thing. give you whatever you want and that'll yeah. work for me and then i'm whatever. with her i don't know anything yeah. about her but she's but uh, well, some people aren't meant to stray from the pack right for them it was you know here's what the rules are and then they'll go okay i'll take that i don't want to be stepping out of line and this is what they're told to do. So I think a lot of people just and there's people in that that, you know, that there's people on all sides that believe what they say. It's not like everyone's that. right. Right. But I think a lot of people that are feeling like alienated from whatever being on a different side. It's because like, you know, everyone's like, oh, we need to be more safe. And you, you, everyone's feeling, you know, this is what men are. And they go, what? And it's just like all the stuff they're being told about what like a man is. Or what, I was I was talking to. You know, like a chick when she, girls will say, for example, like, you know, men need to be more emotional. And obviously, like, girls don't really want that. What they, as soon as, <laughs> no, dude, when no. you start, go, go cry a bunch in front of your Seriously. girl. See how much she likes <laughs> that. <laughs> you see, you she see doesn't. how quickly she has a new guy. Nah. But they go, I was talking about this a bit ago. They go, every, every guy, like, they need to be more in touch with their feelings. They don't talk with their friends enough about emotions. And you go, no, no, no. When I hang out with my friends, I get to not talk about my yeah, emotions. Exactly. Right. It's a reprieve. Cause they think about it like themselves. Like, what do I get from my friends? And you go, no, no, no. I might, I don't want to go talk to my friends. It's more importantly, I don't want to hear about my five, five friends problems. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like when I get Just to not chill. do that stuff. Yeah. yeah. We're chilling. I don't, I don't want. Look, yeah. I deal with my own problems. I go to work. I oh, it's frustrating. You know, oh, I stubbed my toe, and then you go hang out with your fall friends. Fall down the half pipe. Fall down oh, the yeah, half pipe. Slice sure. your wrist open, and then when you're hanging out with your friends, it's like not work, not stress. It's none of that. Chill yeah. out. Chill. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. You know, I don't want to give a list of my problems. I don't want. You know, my my chick was you know, right. Oh, like you and your friends, you like never talk about stuff. I go. That's why we're friends yes. for like yeah. so long. You know, every that, time I hung out is you know. One of Joe Biden's biggest uh, gains of demographics is unmarried women. That's weird. Really? Yeah. Because I, I heard that Donald Trump made gains with white women, like white married I just women. hear Donald Trump's Trump always making married. gains. That's right. Those gains. What, like eating Big Macs? Yeah, guy, no, that guy's just jacked, dude. That's true. Shreddy. <laughs> well, I love, I love how the Trump supporters draw him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, dude, you can, really, you can really see the two realities in like a Ben Garrison comic oh where gosh. Trump is like super ripped Guys. and smiling and like nancy pelosi's heads on like a donkey or something and then you but then you look at like the resistance comics and trump is like hunched over with tiny hands and it's like uh, both sides are really really like living in this in, in this world to be fair though I, I i trump is not uh this like pathetic sad tiny hands that's like right way over the top I he's think he has two dicks, personally. He's certainly, oh he's certainly not super ripped, but like the crazy thing to me is that they try and simultaneously have this narrative about Trump being this really awful, nasty guy, but also how he's like really pathetic and whiny and crybaby and they show babies. And it's like, this is a guy who called Rose O'Donnell a fat pig on TV. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying he's a good person. I'm just certainly saying he's not weak. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, they, they 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 love to go at it like that. I mean, I, I, that goes back to the, you know, no problem having, you know, two different two completely differing points of view it's kind of we were talking about this earlier but they were killing scott adams because he was saying yeah in the when they did the million march or whatever people were yeah. like oh there was no one there right and people were like here's a bunch of pictures and they're like look at this guy defending trump and it was like <laughs> I, we go what is your point even that like no they're like is your point that 
he doesn't have any followers and he's people are leaving right, him and right. no one likes him? Or is your point that he has tons of followers? He's a fascist. And, and why is what is even one of those better than the other? I don't know what you're. <laughs> what am I getting? It was just like Dude, oh, someone said something about Trump and it wasn't negative enough it, the way no, that no, no, I no. interpreted it. It's, it's not even about is the sa- statement negative? Is it does it sound negative? <laughs> yeah, dude, that Donald Trump. Have you seen how like how ripped he is? <laughs> What's up with that? Oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> You're just being <laughs> Just say anything about him, but say make it sound bad, and they'll be like, "That's good. That's okay." Yeah. Oh, I saw Donald Trump. It was awful. It, it, he was giving children <laughs> presents at Christmas. What was, what was he thinking? Yeah, yeah. They hear a black chick being like, "Donald Trump is stupid," and they're like, "I don't know what to think about this. Is that yeah, positive or negative?" But yeah, it's 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 quite literally say something and be opposed to him, even if it's wrong. This is the craziest <laughs> thing because now what they're doing on Twitter is they're like, in Donald Trump's latest lawsuit, he says there's no fraud. And then all of them are like, oh, Trump's, you know, all, all everything he said about voter fraud disproven. And I'm just like, oh, this is one lawsuit out of yeah, a, a, a litany. And this one lawsuit, they're arguing against uh, what they're calling uh, Im- improper votes. And then they're like, what's your point? Why, why are you defending Donald Trump? And it's like, do you want to <laughs> just say wrong things? Because if you want to play that game, I'll just be like, Donald Trump threw a puppy off a bridge. Yeah. Can I join in? Is that all I got to do is make something up and just claim it's bad about Trump? Yeah. Trump, Trump hates cats. I figured it out. Okay. Yeah. I, fig- I figured it out. Okay. They made Trump so binary that now they have no choice but to be like, he's black or he's white. Donald Trump is so binary, exactly. though. Exactly. <laughs> I know. <Yes>. Right? <laughs> that it's sounds true, like a woke He's the least non-binary person in I the know. history of the world. I know. Right? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it's quite, it, it quite literally is make up anything about Trump and make it seem bad. And it's really funny when people will say something about Trump that doesn't sound bad enough and then they regret it. Like, uh oh, like they'll tweet something that is supposed to be negative, but could be interpreted as positive. And they're like, oops, <laughs> whoopsie, you can't say anything as long as you just like say, what? Like, look at Trump drank 12 beers and people are going to be like, you're pretty That's based. Cool. Trump yeah. Trump got awesome. chugged a 12 pack. Trump yeah, got awesome. two scoops of ice cream. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm supposed to feel about that. Is it a bad thing? Yes, it's bad. OK, now I agree with you. But you know how much Eliza it is? Because, you know, the, with like, especially with the Hollywood people, I don't know if you saw, but so Chris Pratt, basically kind of people were coming up because, you know, they've been saying like, who, you know, well, let's round up the Trump supporters, all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then Chris Pratt, I guess he's <laughs> he like voted Trump or whatever. Right. So they made all these articles like mm-hmm. people that weren't in Hollywood. And then all these people in Hollywood who have been, you know, bounding the drum, doing the Grammy speeches came out and they go. Oh, we know we we know Chris Pratt. He's like a really good guy, and this and that. And they go, okay, so your friends are allowed to like Trump? Yeah, so, <laughs> right. So what? It's everyone else, like anyone else, if they yeah, like Trump, like, they're in trouble. But your friends are allowed to do it. Yeah. It's like, nah, you guys don't care. It's all the all the Marvel people came out defending him. Yeah, whereas no, people are no, go cancel no, your parents. Okay. And I agree, right. your friends should be able to like whatever politician they like, and you should be friends with. But I go, you can't kind of have it both ways. You can't yell at people and like participate but in the like, system of telling people they're you know should cancel their parents and then at the same time go back and be like well you, except for Tom like he's actually yeah, he's cool, cool man. Yeah. You know, he, he, he likes Trump yeah, yeah yeah right. <laughs> and no one my favorite one about him is but they do this all the time they go and I'm not like religious or anything but with him, they go, he, he participated in a hate group and he's parts of these hate groups. And you look, it's just a church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, got, they do yeah, got a hate know, group. Right? <laughs> now, here's, here's the bigger issue. What, uh, well, first of all, let me ask you this. Do you think Trump's going to find a way to stay in, in the presidency? I mean, I think the odds are probably like what we were talking about before. When you look, because people- Vegas betting odds. A lot of people like will say to me, they go, oh, 80%. Like he's got, he's coming back. Like you don't even know. And I go, if that's the case, 
why don't you mortgage your house and bet it? Because you've got the inside scoop and you'll make a million dollars. Right. You obviously know. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's probably close to what those odds are. I mean, it would it would be very difficult to overturn 10%. three things. I think that's a yeah, good bet. Those are odds based on what people uh, – those are the odds based on what people think. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So this, um, those I've are the only odds we have. But yeah, I I've agree. pulled yeah. up. We, we have that doesn't mean anything. It just means we that have election betting people. odds that have Trump at ten point five percent to be the next president. That's higher than it yeah. was. And thought. predict it has him at thirteen cents a share to win the electoral college. That's a that's winning, a money bet, man. But winning the electoral college that's 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 not him becoming the president. Like he could become president a lot of ways. Winning the Electoral College means overturning these states and then Trump gaining those votes from Biden. Oh, so there's less of a chance of that. Than Way less of a president. chance. Yeah, Trump could become president through like... Uh, the uh, lights go off and then he comes out and DDTs Joe Biden. Right, right, <laughs> right. Off a ladder. That's, I've <laughs> seen, I know I've I seen that see happen yeah, before. It, yeah. it could be uh, uh, something happens to Joe Biden, maybe. It could be a contingent election where the House delegations pick him. It's not through the Electoral College. And they're saying 13 cents a share. So here's what I'm, t- I'm telling people. Okay. If you really think... They're going to release the Kraken and they've got all this evidence and it's coming and Trump's going to win. It's like you just said it. Mortgage your house. Put all that money down. If right? you really believe I don't, it. I don't actually think people should do that. Just well, FYI. that's because deep down you probably think that they're going to lose their house. Low. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to lose. The- so look, I'll tell you this. I remember in 2016 when people were like, bet on Trump. I'm going to bet on Trump. And the odds were around the same thing. I know people who put down a hundred bucks because it was a value bet. Meaning if I lose a hundred bucks, whatever, I could win a thousand. But that, that also... This idea that you're going to lose a hundred bucks because you might win a thousand, it means you think you might win. It means you think Trump could do it. If yeah. someone came to you and said, here's a bet, 100% guarantee you lose all your money. But if you do win, which you can't, you'll get a thousand bucks. People are going to be like, no, what, what do you mean? Right. So they actually do think Trump's going to win. But also, if you bet a hundred bucks, like I'll, I'll put a hundred to five hundred dollars down just straight up because it's funny. But you're not going to, I'm not going to drop 500 bucks and be like, I did on this election. I, I bet, yeah. I bet uh, 500 on Trump. And I was like, I didn't think, well, you didn't lose it yet. Right. You but I, I just, you I just thought it'd be funny. Cause I'm like, I knew I was doing all these like election shows that night. And I go, if people are melting down and I just want a thousand bucks, I'm like, <laughs> that's real. Funny. Yeah. I just knew it would be hilarious, which almost happened. But then, but that, I was just straight up. Cause I thought it was funny. Like I didn't care either way. What if. You know, on election night 2016, we had the slow motion breakdown as the state started coming in one by one for Trump, Trump's winning. And then the left slowly started losing their mind more and more. It's like that famous Young Turks video where he's like, we can still do it if we get Wisconsin. Then it's like, Wisconsin. <laughs> Trump goes, God damn it. It's like, what if we're seeing that, but like times 100 where, and, and, and I don't even, I, don't, I do not think the odds of this happening are 10%. I think it's like 0.001%, yeah, like really slim. But could you imagine what it would be like? If they're all dancing in the street and stomping on Cheetos bags and they're celebrate, pull off their masks and chugging (laughs) champagne and handing it to each other. And then a week later, one of the one of the states is refusing. The sky just turns orange. The sky. (laughs) But like I'm, I'm imagining, you know, so we're still we're still about a month out from the Electoral College certification. A lot can happen. So what happens like next week? There's some suit and then it's like. Philadelphia flips, you know, from some, you know, Giuliani's suit wins. And then the left goes, okay, well, I mean, Joe Biden still won. <laughs> we're, we're celebrating good times, you know? And then, then a week and a half later, and then it's like Arizona, and then Trump somehow pulls it off. And it's this month long. It was one day in 2016. It's a one month long, slow, drawn out <laughs> process of Trump flipping things and winning. I think a lot of these people would be honestly happy about it. Totally. You know, totally. there's a whole industry, you know, built around this stuff. When I was, even the day that he won, like, you know that 
a lot of people in these like activist organizations were like that night looking at their baton and having like a will I won't I moment. You know what I mean? It's just like one Jeff day. Zucker. Like it's yeah. still there's a, you know Trump might win. So you say and there's a chance they got the Molotov <laughs> exactly. cocktails. They, they, they can't bring themselves to throw out the Molotov cocktail because it just might happen. Know, Jeff right? Zucker's over at CNN and he goes. What have I done? <laughs> He's going to lose all his money. Well, they they're, were still, dude, they're so. going to sell CNN. There's, they are, yeah. there's rumors that yeah. uh, I heard they're going to do it to Teletoon. That's what I heard. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what, what I that? heard. I definitely heard that. A Canadian sure uh, tele- uh, art cartoon network. Totally oh, heard okay. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are saying Trump might buy it, but I think that's just wishful thinking. Could you imagine how hilarious it would be if oh Trump buys gosh. CNN? They'd block that sale, no? Yeah, they wouldn't let it happen. But, but listen, listen. If so, AT and T's like 150 billion. Sale. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they're in the hole. AT and T doesn't care about this stuff. <laughs> These massive corporations are like, dude, give me money. They're not. I'm sure deep down they're like, I don't care. And then Trump bought CNN. I hope Breitbart rises the capital to buy <laughs> CNN. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, no, no. Here's the problem. CNN is worth nothing now. That's sure. why they need to sell it. CNN was going down the tubes a long time ago, and then Trump showed up, and they started blasting Trump rallies on TV nonstop, and it helped him get elected. But they were making money off of it. Their ratings were going up by showing Trump. That's what people wanted. They wanted the orange man. Hey, dude, then, I've, I've been agreeing with you on that. We've been talking about this for a while, but I'm like, dude, when Trump got voted out of office, a lot of people's entire comedy career just got voted out of office. Seriously? Yep, yep. <laughs> well, so, so you did a bit, you had that sketch where it's like a newsroom. On election night. Yeah. And they all cheer like, yeah, Biden, Harris. And then it's like a month later and they're all sweating and like, <laughs> what do we write about? There's nothing to write about. It's over. So, and I was watching, I went to um, like Union Square the day after. So they had their big party in Brooklyn and everyone was happy. Yeah, I went. It was pretty fun. And uh, <laughs> did you get to stop on Samachitos? Did you do Did you partake? I got to stop. No, I went, I was, uh, I was with like a bunch of friends and we kept like doing jokes to each other. Like I would yell, we, me and Danny were like, Kind of weird you being here after voting for Trump, no? And I'm going to say that loudly in front of other Brooklyn people. I, I, I kept saying, I kept trying to start a locker up chant and then blame it on Danny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Were you actually yelling? Yeah, dude. Nobody like, would join in? No, obviously not. But I was also like, I'd run out of the way and pretend it was, I was just kidding around. Oh but so the next day, after everyone, you know, had their fun, I went to the, I was just filming in Union Square the next day and this is where they protest. They've been doing a protest against Trump every Saturday for the last eight months, a impeachment, you know, yeah. like get him out of the office. Right. So I, I go and like mess with them a lot of times, but the day after the day after he won, they were all still there. And they were like, this is just the beginning. Joe Biden is still complicit in Islamophobia, yep. transphobia, oh you yep. know, white supremacy. <laughs> like they didn't even it's take the day work. off. <laughs> they didn't even, <laughs> they didn't even take be, one yeah. day off. It's they, not going to work. So they were right back in it. But you could tell the enthusiasm. Everyone walking by was like, all right, dude, like it's over. Like, we they don't. need Trump. Yeah. The media companies <laughs> yeah. need him. There, there, there is going to be right now. They're probably all sitting down doing some kind of like prayer circle saying like Let <laughs> Trump win. And the then they're witches. like, no one can know we want Trump to win. But if he doesn't win, we're all going to lose our jobs. There's been some flailing articles, you know. <laughs> Oh, dude, Maybe. we got one. We got Hail one. Hail Marys. Just, yeah, we yeah, do have one. Just yeah. three pointers from the, it's e- amazing. From the other three point line. <laughs> Be- turned around well, backwards. Check it out. Truly amazing. If, if you want to talk about <sighs> scraping the bottom of the barrel <laughs> so hard, Baby they're cheeses. pulling out wood chips. Oh, I give you the Daily Mail. Ivanka Trump, quote, blamed a fart on her classmate when she was a bratty teenager. News. To be fair, she did do that to me, and I needed to write that article <laughs> to get something off my chest. Ryan, it's all your fault. I, I, this is not an exaggeration. 
they actually wrote an article about Ivanka Trump 23 years ago or something farting and then saying it was you. Like, that's the news. Okay, it it is the Daily Mail. Okay, we got to give them a little benefit of the doubt because it is the Daily Mail. It's not just the Daily Mail. Who is it? It's a bunch of other outlets who all wrote the same thing. The the New York Times wrote an article (gasps) yesterday. I'm not even kidding. It was actually not the Daily Mail that that initially wrote this story. Okay, we got it from yesterday. Daily News. Former Ivanka Trump BFF remembers oh a fart gosh. blaming elitist with a creepy dad. What? New York Times wrote an article that said in college Trump took an upper decker. <gasps> oh my no gosh, way. are you serious? <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, Ryan. Do you, wanna, <laughs> do you know? Do people know what an upper decker is? Trump took an upper know. decker in the girls' bathroom, <laughs> and it was a school he didn't even go to. I that's, knew it. Wow, that's dude, amazing. Upper yeah, Daily you, News. You know what, decker is? what is it? <laughs> it's <laughs> when, oh no. When you take the uh, the top off the toilet, the lid off the toilet, and then and you sit on top top of it so that when they flush it <laughs> i got it <laughs> upper decker <laughs> he is like i got we it we called it top top shelf in it right you know back in chicago that was like you know top shelf like liquor you know what i mean like you know looking up yeah top shelf's pretty good like i'm gonna vomit <laughs> well this is what what college age people do for some it's reason true. i was just joking so so what's the, anyway anyway what's the, what's the thing when you uh the uh, oh yeah the uh, Ivanka uh, Trump Dutch oven someone <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> no it should be <laughs> this is this is a preview of what's the Baron come. Trump oh when he was gosh. three years so, old so Dutch oven Joe is, Biden's wife we, we are in the golden period right now probably you should all if you if you if you like excitement you should be cherishing every moment of this period now until January twentieth mm-hmm. I don't know what's gonna happen after January twentieth. Maybe it's Trump. Maybe it's not. If it's not Trump, I don't think it's all going to go back to normal, like what normal is supposed to be. Things have been crazy since before 2016, and they're getting crazier and crazier. So I imagine they'll be, be getting a bit crazy. But right now, Donald Trump, according to the mainstream media, is out. So what do they write about? It's it's it. You did it, guys. What's the protest? Well, so so they they have no choice. They still have to write about Trump because it's that golden goose, but they are squeezing, they're strangling the goose, shaking it as hard as possible to get an <laughs> egg out. Straining. And like little, little like, like uh, golden dingleberries are, are falling out. <laughs> and they're getting the story like Ivanka Trump farting. And this is where they have to write about Trump somehow. And the only thing they could find is this. Well, after Trump is gone, they're going to be writing stories about Trump. And it's going to be like even worse. Yeah, it's going to be darker. Yeah. So, it's, it's, so I don't Trump know. didn't uh, lock himself in the White House, but he almost did. He almost <laughs> did. He thought about you know it. They're going to do. They're going to be like, it's now been one month since Donald Trump has left the White House. Here's what things would be like if he didn't. <laughs> yeah, no joke. No joke. Sure. I bet you they'll write that article. Yeah. For sure. no well, that's what I predicted. I was saying in the new articles like Kamala Harris looked nice. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's Reminds so me of uh, the Family Guy joke where the, the news is like, you know, a plane crashed into a, a school. Like, here's what it would have been like if a, or another like the plane didn't crash into a school. But here's what it would have looked like if it did. And then they show it anyway. <laughs> right. because like They need something to talk so, about. Do you remember when Caitlin Collins was like, Trump has been silent for three <laughs> days. And I was like, is this is this news? I'm sorry, I missed it. Yeah. What the heck? What the heck's going on? Like, They're obsessed. It's silent. They're freaking out about <laughs> he didn't it. Say like, what? So he didn't obsessed. say anything. Well, I've even noticed a difference in, like, when I make the... Because the problem is, like, you know, these places had a boogeyman. And a lot of them were willing to be un- unprofitable. I mean, these ones we're talking about, they revived them. But there were right. some places, you know, like, you know, corporations that were still willing to, like, take the hit and almost go unprofitable. Yeah, well, go broke. And it's a little harder to do that without the boogeyman. I've even noticed with my videos, you know, if people would 
before, like originally when you laugh at something, you'd be like, is this funny? Where now you go, is it on the right side? Okay. Now I can decide whether to laugh I or not. I don't do that. I, just, I laugh. I, yeah. I don't think the most I've people got, did that, but we, a lot of people do. Sad. I've got a, I got a, uh, a picture downstairs of uh, uh, Donald Trump and he's like, it's, he's like a little tiny person. Nude. <laughs> and then he's like, he's, he's got his hands behind his back. It's from George Alexopoulos and the, and the, the Secret Service. Penis signed. They're, they're like, uh, no, it's a comic. And they're like, Mr. Trump, are you ready to win tonight's debate? And then he, they lift him up, and he's really small, and they put him into a mech suit, and like steam comes out, and then he straightens his tie, and then he goes bigly. Like <laughs> you can make fun of Trump if it's you make if you're actually making fun of him. Like drawing a fat, sad Trump with tiny hands is not a joke. It's right. like it's just a tribal signal. It's like, hey, I'm I'm like you. Look the thing. You make an actual funny joke about Trump, they love it. There's like like Trump makes makes fun of himself, and even Trump supporters love it when he's self deprecating because he owns it. You know what I mean? On the left. It's, am I on the right side? Is the joke allowed? Well, there's two parts of it. Like the, for the, for the first part, like I said, I've noticed that people have lost that a little bit. They'll, they'll just laugh first because they're like, it's, it's a Clapter. little, because they feel like they won though. No, but some people that feel like they've won now that Trump's gone, I'm noticing them sort of being like, oh, I can just laugh. I can laugh again. Like they've all, they almost feel like that. But the second part, the difference between like the right and the left humor is when you talk about, you know, things that were, you know, crazy jokes that when they talk about like even censorship like crazy jokes on the right crazy jokes on the left things that you're like not okay with the difference is when you're talking about the right it's like a guy yelling it on bit shoot for like 40 people to hear when it's on the left it's like this is netflix special yeah or like you know dove soap or whatever right so Seriously. i think that's why one's a little more aggressive In institutional power versus some random guy and you know what i think too it's it's what we're seeing with trump i think we I think Trump sort of jumped in front of everybody to like as the bolt was being fired in, in a figurative sense, because the media has been going after small, random Internet people for a really, really long time. Yeah. So it's like some random guy on BitChute will be like, here's my rant. And they're gonna be like, BitChute is hosting extremists. They should be shut down. And it's like, dude, the guy's got like 40 views. Leave him alone. You know, Where what's else your is problem? Gonna go? Yeah. <laughs> but then they use institutional power. And it's basically like they made a demand. Hey, this is racist. And then everyone said, OK, you got it. Uh, well, that's racist too. You got it. And they just keep going. And it's like, they're just literally hammering whatever they can find any tiny smidgen of, of offense. So they're chasing it to the darkest corners of the web and then screaming about it at the top of their lungs. Yeah. Which is how you get rid of racism. Actually. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> how you do it. Yeah. That's exactly generally, it's like, I mean, yeah. honestly, like they when you think put that. the bad kids all in one class, that usually sorts it out. <laughs> sorts it right out. <laughs> they, they, they probably think that. Well, that they're yeah. chasing it down and destroying mm -hmm. it. And it's like, they just don't want to hear it. It's like, well, it, they think a lot of these people feel like it was war. Right. And if you think about that and you're like at war and imagine I'm there, like trying to make jokes about our general, like we're about to go kill these people. And I'm like, general's a little looking a little sleepy today. Right. And everyone's like, dude, we're about to go like try to kill these people. Like not the time. And I'm like, yeah, but like, check it out, like bad pants. And no one, no one wants to hear any jokes, right? Right. But if I was to be like, look at their general, like I can barely speak. Everyone'd be like, ah, 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 ah. You just described what Michael Malice was explaining the other day on yeah. the show about the Soviet Union. Wow. Where he said that, you know, uh, some American was explaining you could go into the Oval Office, pound on Reagan's desk and say, I think Reagan is doing a terrible job. And then the Soviet guy was like, oh, you can do the same thing in the Soviet Union. You go to the Red Square, yeah. you hang on the table. I think Ronald Reagan is doing a terrible job. Yeah. That's, 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 is it kind of weird that we're comparing the Soviet Union to these people or these people to the Soviet Union? No, yeah. It, it's it, not weird at all. It's scary. It all like, yeah, and it all boils down to 
kind of the you know what you think the purpose of comedy or what but it they, they wanted to collect all these properties right it's like we need to collect music and i think it was music's a little easier of a sell because if you're a singer and they go okay you can't sing about this and you go ah, whatever the music this lyrics are one part of it but really it's like my songs are still the same and i can kind of be ball the with the ball and umbop <laughs> yeah i'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah, they'll that. figure it out <laughs> uh-huh. do you know what i mean so yeah. but with comedy unfortunately like you're speaking so i think comedy gave itself up a little easy, little harder. So they had a harder time collecting that property where they collected the universities, they collected music, they collected advertising. And I think comedy was a little harder for them to scoop up, which is why it became such a contentious issue. Comedy is one of the most powerful tools in opposing authoritarianism. That's why they, they, they hate it. And it's so hard for them to conquer. If they want their, you know, lockdown or whatever, comedy is making fun of things all the time and it depowers a lot of the stuff right it takes, it takes power away it ridicules it makes it seem weaker in, in, in a sense that's why making fun of things works so they need that if, if they if you have a top-down authoritarian culture what's the one thing everyone can get if you tell a joke so like you're in you know the soviet union and everyone has a problem with hot water and you make a joke about hot water because it's relatable to everybody and they all laugh they get mad at you because they're like you're criticizing us and the authority in the system they're not, I, I don't, I don't see how they're going to be able to get through, you know, like this wokeness. I don't see how it gets past the constitution. Well, it doesn't, but the demands, the demands on certain levels of speech are too debilitating. Like I said, like there's certain things you go, Hey, if you're going to run a company, you run ads, you got to say this and they go, okay, whatever. It doesn't really change us fundamentally. We're selling t-shirts or whatever. But if you say this about comedy, which is essentially noticing trends or you know noticing sociological you know thing uh, let's say i noticed that one group does this and one group does this and they go yeah but you're not allowed to do that anymore so it's like the demands on you know speech oriented fields like what you do of talking four hours a day or whatever like all these demands are like debilitating to what you're doing so it's that's why it's like harder for them to collect those which is why those are always the linchpins that they try to take care of right whenever like authoritarianism comes down it's like always first we want to get rid of like jokes about the wrong things and we want to get rid of observations about the wrong things yep and they're trying but I don't know if it. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it can work. So you want to make it illegal to notice things? <laughs> no, but for real, because you can do comedy without even like you can deliver a, a comedy without acting or you know doing a bit in a sense. When when you when you think about a joke, it's like someone is telling you a joke. You know they are. You can literally make people laugh by just talking about normal things, yeah. and so you can have an idea. So then they need to control the ideas themselves, and that's probably a part of what cancel culture is. It's. It's like psychological terrorism. We'll destroy your life if you step on the wrong twig. That's why I was saying it's like the, the Silent Hill nurses. Like, as soon as you make a noise, they just go wild and start swinging like crazy. If you're, who would want to be in with these people? Why would you want to be in these universities? It's like you're walking down the hallway and then you're like sweating and you're looking around and then you step on a twig and you go, oh, geez. And then they all go, ah, and they like jump out of the walls <laughs> and they're like latching on you like, ah, and they're, I, I, I would just leave. I'll yeah. leave. I don't want to be there. I'll just, or, or I'll purposely throw the twig, you know, throw rocks well, into the room so they all go. You hit the nail on the head. Like when you make the equations of how these operate, there is like an equation that involves how not okay it is to say, right? Yeah. So that's a lot of times, you know, if you go, oh, you, this is the thing you can't say. You just made it like super funny, right? <laughs> so right. It, it's like the, they're also involved in the equation. It's kind of like that idea of like. Like the saying, fat, fat, gross thing joke you just made. It's like the fat, gross joke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that all what, of your mom. Liz- <laughs> Lizzo, you said, is a, what did you say? She was a huge inspiration. Uh, The fat, fat beautiful queen. See, you wouldn't normally say that until they made it about. No, it wouldn't be funny. Yeah. Right. Now it's only funny because it's like 
pointing naughty. Out. I mean, yeah, for right. lack of a yeah. better word, yeah. naughty. <laughs> I mean, that it's, makes it's it like, like it's, it's adorable. Yeah, yeah, transgressive, yeah. Yeah. offensive. That's the word. Well, I mean, listen, if you were if you were in, let's say, Saudi Arabia, and they go. The the one guy you can't talk about is this. Like if you were ten years old and you're like that guy's look, you know, you make a little joke about that guy. That's the funniest person to make that's a joke why, about. Well, yeah, of course. How is Family Guy still on the air? Because I, I know that they've changed it. They they announced like a couple of years ago they wouldn't do gay jokes anymore. So they've certainly changed it. They're not going to do jokes that are gay or <laughs> both. <laughs> both. Both. We have a system in the writing room. If anyone says, oh, that's gay, then we don't do it. We're on the. But that's it. Yeah. No gay stuff. Like, dude, you watch the old episodes and I'm like, they, we, there was a joke. I, we, we're just watching a rerun. And Peter said something about, you know, they do the, the callback jokes. And he was like, that was like the time that I, that, you know, that I was helping the band Huey Lewis and the Jews. <laughs> And then the guy, the, you know, the song, <laughs> we don't need money. And then the, the band members out. go, we quit <laughs> oh and they walk gosh. out. Like that joke is like by today's standards. Could you tell that joke? So like okay. that's a can that's cancelable, but it's on TV every day on numerous channels. Well, I think, you know, people always just make their changes. Like a, a lot of people kind of the same way that people are moving to different places right now with the COVID people are making their changes. And if you look around, you know, people like you have started their own thing and everyone's kind of been making moves based on you know what they say you can and what you can't do but i do all those jokes in comedy clubs i do yeah you know i say aggressive stuff but there's that wrong where youtube's gonna be like you're done i guess the issue is is the mob gonna notice you because what'll happen is these clubs are probably gonna be like hey man look i don't think there's any anything wrong with your jokes i just can't afford it if they come and start throwing stuff you know what i mean it is and what do you do what do you what do you like so you know you 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 performed at a bunch of clubs yeah yeah and you know the managers or the owners yeah you're like cool with them what if one of them came to you and said, dude, I don't want to cancel you, but like they're, our phone's ringing off the hook. They're threatening our patrons. Like we can't have this, man. What do we do? I think a lot of comedy club owners will, will, will stand up for that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what, you know, that happened to like Ari Shafir and they called like 150 people called when he did like the Kobe joke and people went crazy. And the people at the stand were like, they, they're like, they'd forward them. They'd be like, this is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the show, but what are you going to do? It's a comedy club. Like it's just yeah. press, but it's not that it's like they'll take your TV shows away. They'll right. take all that stuff. But if you're in the comedy club is like the one place it's hard for them to take except yeah. for like a very few things. Yeah. This is this, the, the, the bigger issue, I think, is like people I I guess people might assume it's more nefarious in a lot of ways. Like I'm sure even when it comes to TVs getting TV shows getting canceled, or something like that. The dude who's like at the network isn't going like, how dare you say that we're banning you? He's probably going like, yeah, I'm really sorry this is happening, man. But. Our sponsors are pulling out. We have we're losing money. Left. What what do we do? And then it's like, sorry, you're 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 out because we're losing money. McFarland's part of the cult of uh, Biden or anti-Trump, so I that's why they haven't knocked Family Guy. Really you. low information guy. Like a lot of these people. <laughs> but I'm not trying to be mean. But like something happened where in there was a period where like Seth McFarland knew stuff. Like, you know, you know, he, he has a Family Guy joke where Stewie's running naked through the mall, going, "I just escaped from Kevin Spacey's basement." And then there, he made a joke about Harvey Weinstein. So people were always making the joke, like, what did Seth MacFarlane know? Because apparently he was supposed to be on a plane. He doesn't write the show himself. I right, right, right. So it's Tim, a let me of, how you tell you how the TV writing room happens. You walk in and say, my name's on the show. Get to work. I'm going to grab lunch. <laughs> hey, can you guys work any harder? The Homer Simpson style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth MacFarlane, wasn't he supposed to be on a plane on 9-11? And then he like didn't get on the plane or something. Yeah, I bought him the ticket, but then oh, it didn't yeah, work dude, out dude, the way that like, I there's planned. There's like a no, but there's like a conspiracy <laughs> about like what he actually knows and who he's connected to. But I think I, I think there was a period where you know people like Bill Maher and uh, and people like Seth MacFarlane knew stuff, 
they knew it was going on and they knew better than a lot of people. And so they were able to make jokes that were topical and funny and they could make good points. And then at some point they just totally gave up. And now they just like, it's, it's remarkable how behind the times Bill Maher is, for instance. I think everyone, you know, it's very hard to be 55 and like crazy yeah. on the pulse. Yep. So I think that's just the same way that you probably aren't on the same pulse about what the new music is. I think culturally. Oh, the new music. It's this great song <laughs> by, Tim, by Tim Pool. It's, it's the amazing. one. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's the, the newest. Thing. It's the yeah. best. So what's the. True. <laughs> I like the song, like the video. Very no, I, I, I think support my upcoming artist. Tim I agree. Pool. That's right. I agree. But it's it is a fourteen lot. plays on SoundCloud. It's it's not about what the new music is because there's certainly new music that I would listen to that a fifteen year old wouldn't. It's about you might not know what Gen Z is doing with TikTok and the songs they like. Yeah, but that's just their community. So you have yours. When it comes to news, it's about being factually correct. And I think right. I'll, I'll tell you this is phenomenon that we see in skateboarding. That we've all, like, me and, like, all, all skateboarders know this. Amateur skateboarders. It doesn't mean, like, it doesn't mean what people think it means. It means, quite literally, you're paid to skate. You just don't have your own signature model. Amateur skateboarders are insanely good. Like, some of the best skateboarders in the world. Once they sign that pro contract, their skill level drops substantially. You know why? Because they, they don't got to do it anymore. They They're already pro. Well, they don't stop, but it's like, if you want to go. They don't grind like that. That's, I mean, comedy is the exact same way. Yeah. Once you get the show, you're comfortable, you well, just chill out. I mean, the truth is, comedy sucks to do. I mean, even in COVID, <laughs> so when you stop doing it and, you know, lived like three months of like not really doing stand up, you're like, oh, this is way better. Yeah. I mean, why would anyone do this? So, I don't know. It sounds like it would be fun. Well, I mean, you say that, but le- like the idea of, you know, leaving every night, doing four, writing two hours, then you do four shows a night. And it's the same as, it's the same as anything, right? Like, training to be like a, a professional athlete sucks you know if you want to be in the gym five hours a day and then doing wind sprints like you take days off like if you're like oh you need to take a month off that you're like yeah no this is better that sucks to do I, yeah. I, so I, I, it's I, a very hard life but you want to be the best and it's not a, to me it's irrelevant but, but how hard I, I, it is. I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying because you're telling the same jokes like four times a day right i was acting in uh, hollywood a while but it was like up at 4 a.m you'd work till 6 p.m yeah. and you got paid so much money, but, but it was so exhausting. No, no, no. But, but I what I mean is, it. if you're doing four shows a night, you're doing the same set for the most part, right? Like, well, I mean, like, I have a system. I mean, I would write, and I would write two hours in the morning, and then I would do news, the like my newest ten minutes. Then, and then I would chisel that down for the sex show, and then I would chisel it down by, and then the end of the show, I'd have maybe a new like twenty seconds. Then the next day, I'd do the exact same thing, and then every, it's repetitive. You're doing the same thing. Well, it's you've it's got not, to make it sound fresh. Like yeah. you're just saying it depends. Yeah, it's whatever. It doesn't even matter. It's the equivalent of you could say that like a, a runner or like a weightlifter is like doing the exact same thing, but you're kind of tweaking it. And it's a little different. I, I mean, do it depends the, I, on how you look at, you know, training. You know what makes this job easy for me, even though I do like four hours of talking a day is that I'm saying something different. Plus, you're like, sitting at home. You don't have to go to these junky, no, that's smoky, the worst part of loud, dark bars staying and the at, cold. Staying at home is actually the worst part I, of it. I disagree. That's what, the worst. What, what makes it the same and boring is that it's just literally here all day, every day. Right. What makes it doable is that it's a different story. Something's changed. Something's happening. Here's what I think. Here's what's going on. Makes it really easy to do just, you know, every day. But when you really want something, I think none of that matters. Like all that matters to me was like at the end of that week, did I have like a new two minutes is great. Well, do I have this new joke? Like how does this, that's, you know, so all, if that's the most important thing, then who cares about all the other stuff? I mean, you've sound like a guy. I mean, you've even talked about this before that when you were younger, you're like, I wanted to be a journalist and you're willing to. Oh, I didn't. Well, the way, when, remember you said, well, this is what you told, this is what you said, that you like, you know, put your own money in, you sent yourself overseas, you like right. started doing stories, correct? Am I right? Not when I was a little kid. Not when you were a little kid, when you're, what did I say, when you're younger? 
when I was 26 and started doing this, it wasn't so much about being journalist because I had no, no aspirations for journalism or anything like that. It was about traveling, uh, traveling, okay. seeing stuff and then talking about it, which is basically, you know, it's heart journalism. Well, it sounds like you decided that you're going to do something and you're, I decided no I was what. like, dude, it'd be really cool to fly to Spain and see what's going on. <laughs> Heck yeah. People love traveling and seeing stuff. I mean, I, I could give the press answer of comedy where you're like, so what is it like? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. I just get up there, have a couple beers, whatever. That it's definitely like sounds cooler. It's like a story, you know? It's there true. is a thing where I'm always like, why do I do this? Because it is so much easier to be like, I don't know, dude. I just tell some jokes. <laughs> it sounds so much cooler. But what's the alternative? Do you just like not work? Sit around and play video games or what? what? What could I do? I mean, make videos, podcast. I mean, be in TV shows. Like, there's a million things you oh, can yeah. do. I just mean stand up. do that? Well, I mean, it's what you said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stand it's the up. exact same thing you said. It's like when you're skateboarding, there's a million things you could do in the skateboard community. But like spending five hours a day, like perfecting one trick. Like, yeah, that is the hard part. The easy part is going and making commercials, doing, you know, yeah. endorsement deals, like hanging out, doing interviews, whatever, all that stuff. So so back to the original point as to why we're talking about, you know, being lazy is that you mentioned these 55 year old guys have essentially become lazy. Like getting I, I could imagine when man, yes i think so how, how old is bill maher how old is he? Dude, they're plugging Something in like they're yeah, plugging in words to a formula that they've said before a lot of ways let's see how old this guy is yeah we had to look it up now bill maher is 64 oh, years wow. old he's not even 55 he's 64 and he has and writers so, i would imagine he's oh, got totally, a huge totally. writing team oh, I, it was a week them relevant. it was a week after the covington kids incident and he was wrong. And I'm like, dude, your show is live. How hard is it to use Google? All of these news outlets and eventually issued these like, you know, half-assed corrections. And he was still wrong. And I'm like, that is low information laziness. Yeah. And that's where people like Seth MacFarlane and, and Bill Maher are. And Seth MacFarlane, I don't think it's his obligation to be on the pulse because he made a cartoon show about, you know, fart humor. But Bill Maher is literally doing political commentary and comedy. He's a comedian. And it's like he's just gotten so lazy with it that it's like two months after something happens, he, he talks about it. You know, like, like woke culture and cancel culture. It's like, I'm glad you're calling out this authoritarianism and this weird PC culture. But dude, you're talking about stuff that's months old. Like you didn't yeah. just realize? Did you not Google anything? Have you well, there's an ecosystem, right? And unfortunately, how it works is people like you, I guess, would be like a rung under that. And what they do is they look at you guys yep. and it's like, oh, when it works for the under rung underneath them. And then there's an ecosystem that goes below, right? But there's an all of the you'll watch the same thing with Dave Chappelle or like, you know, people like that. Watch what like the comics that are like the kind of top young people in the clubs are talking about. Two years later, that'll be in like Chappelle's special. And it's like, there's unfortunately, like, you know, eventually you get to have that position and then you can kind of be like, what's going on down there? Oh, okay. I'll do that. I'll pluck. I'll talk about that. Cause maybe you're not in the clubs. You're not in the mix. You're not, you're talking to the people. Right. So it's, you know, that's why someone like Joe Rogan's, he's kind of like older, but he's still super relevant because exactly. he's still in it. Right. He's still having guests on. He's still reading all the news. He's in it. Maybe. The reality is there are some political commentators that are like high profile been on TV for a long time that I think probably should have retired a long time ago. And they're phoning it in. They're like, eh, salary's good. The ratings are good. Just you write it up. I'll read it. And then I'm going home. I think Howard Stern still has another 20 seasons in him. You think so? I, I think wow. I, does, how many does he get? Does anybody even listen to that guy anymore? <laughs> all he does is bring people on. Now. Dude, he's like my like one of my favorites of all time. But all he does now is bring ex cast members of SNL on and ask them about their audition for an hour and a half. Are you serious? <laughs> but basically. So he, I, I know that he's like been vocal recently. And I'm like, who does he who does he talk to? Does, do people actually listen? Yeah. A lot of people 
like that. That's the other thing. It's, you know, to be controversial or, you know, it's kind of a young man's game in a lot of ways, right? So when you're 60 years old or 70 years old, do you really want everyone yelling at you and all that stuff? You're like, but again, and then there is something to be said about that when you're at that age, like maybe just step outside and do a David Letterman style. Maybe you don't have to insert yourself, but like to kind of insert yourself and then to take the easy take, it's like someone like Howard Stern. And that's why the Sasha Baron Cohen's and Stern, it's like, they kind of go, they take the side of, you know, what mainstream culture is. And it was like, everything that you're saying right now would have made anything that you've done your entire career, you know, not available to do. Like Sasha Baron Cohen kind of went on, you know, all these news outlets and he was doing like a speech for the ADL and he goes, you know, we need to stop any semitism and all this stuff. And, and Facebook, Facebook should ban everybody. Okay. But Sasha Baron Cohen had a song called, uh, throw the Jew down a well, right? Oh, wow. Satirical mind you. Sure. But if you were to put that on Facebook right now, if I, Ryan Long, me, a new video that's coming out, one of my Monday videos, and it's throw the Jew down a well, and it's a bunch of people singing that. It would nice. be taken down in one second. Yeah. So it's kind of like, there's this hypocrisy. It's like, well, yeah, those rules don't apply to you now, and it's they always want to kind of you know pull the rug out for people behind yeah. them. And I think I, a lot of people, I just don't think they even see the hypocrisy. You know that he did get censored on Facebook, though. Sasha Baron Cohen. For what one? He had, he had some article about hate speech, and the image he used was a, was a picture of, oh, no, it wasn't hate speech, it was fake fake news. He was like, this disinformation is making people go crazy or whatever, and we got to fix it. And the image he used was someone holding like a QAnon sign. And yeah. so Facebook flagged it uh -huh. as false. Because and then he, was, he like, was showing the thing. Yeah. But then he tweeted, he was like, Facebook, what are you doing? Why are you censoring me? I'm special. I'm, I'm the allowed. good one. I'm on the yeah, good exactly. Yeah, right. Dude, and he's like one of the funniest guys that ever lived. Like, I've so I don't much think so. Dude. The early alley. Well, he's, you, he's, I mean, again, like I really do think this kind of like edgy boy comedy stuff is like a young man's game if you really want to. So I, I think you can't, be a, you, you can't be in Hollywood no, 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 hobnobbing with these people and then also be making crazy you stuff. You can't be a PC edgy boy. Well, I, I know. I agree. So it's like he's trying to be because these people don't have principles. Sasha Baron Cohen should be the one mocking the authoritarian ivory tower elites. He was supposed to be, but he's one of them now. So how he's right. making these movies, right. you know, he's married. To, he's in the club. He has to see. And I get it. Like, even as a comedian, it's like if I was in living in L.A. and then I go and see all these people and I was doing my podcast, I would be like, you know what this guy and I go, hey, I kind of spent an hour talking to that guy yesterday. Like, I just feel kind of like, what am I that guy? It just so it I just go get, for it. Now, the trick is you have to do what South Park guys did. You have to kind of stay out of it. As soon as you stay, as soon as you get it, as soon as it's all your friends, now you're just doing what politicians do, where you have to go out and pretend and then you meet them again. And you go, you know, I'm, this is all just an act. But it's hard to be real and be truthful when these are your friends. Like, imagine you do that. Like, could you go and do a full episode about why gonna, he's a piece of garbage and then be like, if, hey, if, buddy, if, how's it if going? If Ian punted a cat, I'd be like, dude, this guy punted a cat. Get out of my house. What are you dude, doing? Yeah, he would rat I'd you out that quick. Sure would. Yeah, <laughs> we argue work. on the show quite a bit. Well, yeah, that's that's, that's one. We're thing. friends, you know, but like, you know, it's it's fun to argue things when we do. But well, I mean, uh, that's why one I, I like comedians a little bit. You've, you'll see comedians a lot of times say, you know, we have like a code. I won't make fun of comedians. And the one of the reasons is because you have to see them every day. You know, it's like. You, how do you go make fun of someone and then show up at work and they're there and you've started a whole internet campaign? You'd be like, yo, what the hell, dude? I, 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 I agree. It's a fight. Yeah. How about, but how about like, we're fighting now? I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to say whatever I want. You know what I mean? Like if, if someone does something that's worthy of being made fun of, I'd be like, dude, you're a comedian. I'm a comedian. Grow up. Yeah. But see, like, the difference fun. is that Tim is not pulling up the ladder behind him. And what I see a lot of these comedians doing is just reeling up the ladder behind them. They don't care about who comes next. They don't care about who's next yeah. in line. Like they, they really. 
They don't care. Like, I don't understand why not. They should care about the next generation. I well, Joe Rogan does. Yeah. And That's I true. think that there is, you can look at it two ways. You can be, you can say these people are kind of evil or you can say it's like naive or, you know, they just don't even see, care or see any of it. Right. But I think it's probably the latter. It's like, this is just what's around them. They go, hey, if you do this, you're one of the good guys. And then you go, also, it does kind of screw over people, but you don't even see it like that. You kind of, the, one of the things that kind of drove me nuts is there is some people that were, you know, whether they're comedians or they go, there's this new thing where it's almost like they're trying to extend an olive branch against cancel culture where they go, you know, we need to make a path for redemption. And I get the message sounds good where you go, there needs to be a path for redemption for people that have, you know, said the wrong things or done the wrong things. And everyone goes, yeah, see, this is how we need to treat people. But and, and it's core, it seems nice, but you go, who made you judge and jury for what are the right opinions? And it's just include, like a lot of their premises are just included that they have all of the right opinions and takes and, you know, lifestyle uh, things. And then, and you're wrong and you go, or... Or option two is maybe we're allowed to have different opinions and I don't need to be uh, put in the corner of the bad guys. And then you allow me to come in like that's church language, you know, Well, now parlor is taken off. Yeah. Parlor's taken off and conservatives are joining like crazy. And it's really funny when I see these these leftists and liberals making fun of it. I'll see them on Facebook all the time and they'll say like, you know, uh, what do they call it? Mind space, you know. That and sounds a little German in the yeah. wrong yeah, way. No, and it was that. like, it's like mind a very space. ha-ha, you know, mind space, I get it, ha-ha. And uh, they're all like, you know, it's where all the racists are. Someone posted, I would go to parlor, but I think I've had my fill of hearing racists spout the N-word. And I'm like, you actually you actually can't say that on parlor. Parlor's got broadcast uh, restrictions. They say it's like, if you can't say it on TV, you can't say it on parlor. So it's actually fairly strict. The, people are just uh, hoping that they're not going to be biased against them. So like on, on Twitter, you get banned for saying learn to code. You can say learn to code on Parler. On Twitter, you can actually say some fairly offensive things and not get banned that you can't say on Parler. But people, it's, it's just different rules. Yeah. And, and partisan rules. I mean, you know, this is the problem in general with, you know, entertainment and all sorts of things is that, you know, the free speech becomes like a right wing thing. So there's these left wing, you know, networks and stuff like that. So the right wing networks go, oh, we'll be like the free speech network. But it's like, no, you're not. Parlor is like a bunch of right wing creators that were like, mm. it's pretty, pretty vocal about their opinions. Right. What you need is like bipartisan. Like, I want to go when I talk to these TV networks that are, you know, you look at their thing and it's all Trump's the worst. And I'm not really interested in being part of that. But then, you know, you go to these other places and they're like, we agree. You can say whatever you want, but like nothing bad about Jesus and also Trump kind of rules. <laughs> and you go, okay, what you want is a TV network that says, I don't even know what these guys are doing, but the kids seem to like it. Like, that's Whatever. what you want. You want them <laughs> yeah. to not be involved. They go, I don't have a political right. opinion. This is what it, you know, and there's a bit of that at these streaming services, but that's what you need a, a Twitter that is started by someone that says, Hey, I also don't have a big parlor account. I'm not trying to like build my profile in conjunction with this new platform. It's, you know, the, you know, the challenge is what happens when your, uh, IS, you know, your ISP or your, uh, uh, your, your server company or server hosting company or your hosting company or whatever comes to you and says, look, dude, we got nothing against you. We think it's really great. You're doing the site, but you've got these people posting this stuff and it's bad for our business. They're posting pro Hillary stuff and it's really <laughs> bad for our parlor. And crowd. what happens? What happens? What happens for our Patriot when pill sponsorship? It's, it's, it's people think it's more nefarious. Like the, the, the woke, you know, uh, lawyers show up from, you know, uh, Google and they're like, you better take that down or we're going to ban you. No, what happens? You get a phone call like, dude, they're, they're, they're attacking us. They're threatening us. They're going after my family. Can you just take these guys down? It's not a big deal. It's one guy 
and then they're going to stop harassing me. And yeah. they go, okay, okay, dude, I'm sorry. I'll take it down. It's, it's, it's more insidious. It gets in your head. It's like a little, you know, it's the same thing where if you tell someone that the comedy festivals don't like when you work dirty, it's like every time you have a swear, swear word, you go, did I really need that? Like it just starts to infect your head. If you have a, I always say like when people are, you know, young and trying to like build their life, if you have like a girlfriend that's kind of needy, it might not affect you one thing, but she's like, Oh, you're going to do that. Oh, you're going to, you're going to go do another set. By the like, but after two years, it just changes like your brain chemistry where you, you start being like, ah, I can't, you, you're unable to, it makes you more fearful and it makes you less, you know, brave and all that sort of stuff happens. So these things that have the same thing, you go, I know if I have people yelling the N word on my platform, my advertising dollars are going to go from a million dollar ads to, you know, a hundred thousand dollar ads. Right. So why don't I try to get rid of that? It's like, well. Because you're based on that, and now you're just in the. They all you know, go that same route. You know, the solution is is a uh, uh, an upper level and a lower level where when you log in, your default on the um, moderated space. If someone posts a racial slur, they get knocked down to the basement. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so here's the way it works, though. If you're on the platform, you can turn on you can you can activate the filter so you can see all posts no matter what. Yeah. If you have the, the, the general use filter on, you, you won't see the people who get banned or shuttered. The so, basement is just a bunch of people like with slime and just, they, <laughs> and that's chains on there. They go, <laughs> it should be a but, decentralized mesh network. So there's no ISP. The, the, the Fediverse. If there's no ISP, we have to bypass the ISP. So every device is hosting it. And then you would put the words in that you don't want to see. And then it would filter out all those posts. Yeah. I think the simple solution is you can block people. So and cr- you can cr- block people. great. The, 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 I guess the bigger, the bigger problem they say is advertisers don't want to appear next to this stuff. And so I'm like, all right, here's what you do. Hire a guy to stand next to a Coke billboard screaming racial and uh, racial slurs and obscenities and then film it and say, Coke, I'm why are listening. you supporting this? Why are you supporting <laughs> this, Coke? And they're going to be like, it's, it's, it's a random guy next to our bill. It's not our <laughs> fault. Welcome to the internet. Yeah. If a random guy is online and your ad appears next to it, it's not your fault. Stop thinking that. I'm not going to blame you because the guy is like a, a clan guy standing next to a Coke. Or it's like, what? You got a guy in a clan co- outfit or whatever and he's drinking Budweiser. It's like, oh, Budweiser, that's your fault now. No, that's ridiculous. It would just, it would. The two tier system sounds good. Or if, you know, someone that just wasn't ideologically driven, cause that like really doesn't exist in the social media sphere. I mean, you might say like Zuckerberg's the closest potentially that, you know, he kind of seems to be trying to play both sides and maybe he outwardly does one thing, but is still has an ideological like employee base that works one way. But this, I mean, a lot of people want the government to get involved, but it's like, you know, they just sort of do the same thing. They pretend, right? Like, you know, Ted Cruz, they all, it, all of those hearings are just kind of for someone that they yell at, they give, uh, yep. what's the guy's name? Uh, the Jack Twitter Dor- guy, Jack, Jack Dorsey. Dorsey. Yeah. They give him his talking to. Right. They go. <laughs> and then Jack's confused half the time because he's nothing to do with Twitter for the most part. And he's just like, um, I think we're trying to create. <laughs> he barely got out of his bed. That guy Seriously? didn't have a microphone. He was like on the toilet taking that like Congress meeting. And then the, look, that these things are just, it's fake. It's They're not so going to do anything fake. about it. They don't the, do anything about it. How how dare you <laughs> ban someone? No, it's the exact same thing as like Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez being like, the, this percent of people owns this percent of money. And everyone applauses. And then they're like, anyways, the bill went through. But <laughs> Right, right, right. That actually happened. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. all. Like, you know, but they, she gets her clip and they helps Didn't, her Twitter it, account. Wasn't right. it like she railed against it but then voted for it? 
Like, something <laughs> That's like that even happened. better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then she does her Instagram live and she gets her millions of followers. What do you say? I wasn't voting for it. Politicians <laughs> are going to become formalities at a certain point. If not, they already are where it's like, I said enough things that you agree with. So now I get to be the person you look at. Yeah. I don't actually do anything. We don't pass laws. We waste everyone's time. Yeah, and really? Thing. We don't need them anymore. We're it's, right it, at the precipice of not needing them anymore. I, 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 well, I don't know if we need them or we don't. I think that's not the issue. The issue is they're not doing anything now, and everyone's kind of upset about I it. I noticed. Yeah. So, like, approval for Congress is lower than, like, every other branch. I can't stand looking at them half the time. Like, the <laughs> just, like, it's so just, annoying. Yeah. They just go on and on. Especially when they, look, these are Republicans in this hearing talking to big tech, and I, I just shut it off. I'm like, dude, how many times do you think I give a flying that you yelled at Mark Zuckerberg? I yeah. don't Got him. care. Yeah, exactly. It's for, you know, someone's dad or, you know, grandfather to post it and be like, yeah, letting him have it. Maybe, maybe I'm, uh, I'm biased here, but maybe the left loves it when they see AOC do the, you know, the finger snap and yeah, the Yeah, they clap love back. the ceremonial thing. Well, me watching Ted Cruz say for the fifth time the exact same thing, I'm like, dude, shut up. He's always so I just appalled. don't care anymore. Yeah. Look, dude, respect for, for standing up and trying to do something the first time, but it's like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me three, four, five. What's going on? What are you doing? Yeah. Sorry, man. Have you proposed anything? Have you done anything? These hearings are meaningless. And to, and to be fair, maybe they just don't have the power to do anything. I don't think they do. And I don't think they want to, you know, it's I don't all, think they want to. It seems like they're afraid to do the wrong thing. So they don't do anything. I don't know if there is anything they could really do. I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, very uh, hard. If, to, as long as they don't have both chambers, the Democrats won't agree with the Republicans. Nothing's going to happen. We can do get the government involved. Now the government's the one, you know, ch censoring, the, make sure the tweets are right. Like, well, I mean, if all they, you can do is apply pressure and, you know, if they were, market solutions sort of start to I'd market like to solutions, free the software yeah. code so that other companies can pop up with but the same code. That's my only. That's, That's the best thing I can think I don't, of. I don't agree with giving someone's property away to someone else because you don't like what they're doing. I think we can break them up or breaking up to, to incentivize more market competition or regulate them to incentivize more market competition yeah, or something. Keep putting the heat on. Neither of those bit, would but. incentivize competition, though. The problem right now is that whenever a new platform pops up, CNN and these woke leftists attack it with like terroristic campaigns threatening people and their kids and trying to cancel people yeah. so they panic and they shut it down you need like seven thousand new networks at once it, it so we, we actually saw people get banned from like google seized the 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 the, the, the uh the dns the uh the, uh the actual domain name of like a certain website who i will not name but like the big companies just do whatever they want banks will shut them down we had mastercard apparently reach out to patreon and say ban this guy so, yeah, sure, we want alternatives to Facebook and Twitter, but every time someone tries, the left goes after them to defend the establishment. These people are fascists. It's too easy. They're defending like, massive, cor defending massive corporations. I saw an uh, article and on the topic of the crazy articles. It was by uh, your old employer, Vice, and it said that we need to, a list of uh, the, the housewives from like the housewives of reality series is that uh, haven't declared Biden the winner yet. Is that, are you serious? I'm dead serious. I talked about it. And so basically they were like the housewife of Beverly Hills, the housewife of Los Angeles. These are three people. And it's just a little interesting that they've been silent. Not that we know they voted for Trump. They just haven't declared. There's, they haven't said congratulations yet. Know, sir, sir. Do you know who Lindsey Graham is? Yeah. Lindsey uh, Graham. Yeah has encouraged Trump to fight this tooth and nail. He's donated money, my understanding, he donated money to help Trump. 
And then it, on the floor of the Senate, <laughs> he walks up and fist bumps Kamala Harris, pats her on the back, and walks off. Yeah. It is fake. Uh, exactly. These people hate Trump. Dave Smith. He's not in the club. Trump's not in the club. They hate the guy. And Joe Biden's the club. And Kamala Harris is the club. And they've regained control. And now they're dancing behind the scenes, doing a little shuffle dance. Lindsey Graham high fives everybody. They're having they're pajama laughing. parties. Yep, yep. The pillow fights. And they're just like, <laughs> they're, they're spraying champagne everywhere. And then they do these hearings where they pretend they actually care. I, we got to get them out of there because I'm starting to feel like you know, the French Revolution was pretty violent and bloody. And I, I'm feeling like it's headed towards that if we don't well, get well, hold these people on. out of first that position. Of all, first of all, we don't want anything bad to happen. No, I don't want those people to get hurt, but they're, no, they're no, 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 doing no. nothing and angering people. The left is showing up to people's houses with mock guillotines. Like we're getting to that point where the left is losing. We have it. to fix the system before. I was it kind goes of crazy. always saying that was one of the best ones with the censorship stuff because you know when they go, oh, this person said the wrong thing, and then you'd see like I'm like you've written hang the landlords on your like wall. <laughs> I'm a landlord. Yeah. Do you want me to die? No, I'm just being hyperbolic. I go okay. Oh, that's well, a now- part of one of the bit- bits you have, right? No, it's not. I, I don't do it on stage. No, 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 no. Like the skit you did with the, the, the guys choosing the basketball. Oh team. yeah, and the skit. And the I guy's say, like, I'm a landlord. I am a landlord. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what that's what it's from. It's for me but it's I've, I've seen that so many times and you go okay so now can you see how they were joking at same thing right so you know everyone needs these to- a lot of these people don't understand how like making a thing happens so it's like i built a house that house will not stand forever it needs maintenance that's a very good point and then they walk up saying i should be able to live in that house and it's like but i'm the one who maintains it stop stopping it from falling down i don't care you shouldn't be allowed to have it i should live in it then if they do then it falls apart and they're in it and they get to fall up the, you know, a lot. It's all the, the organizations that are sort of built around that too. They're very good at, you know, you know, acquiring influence and all that stuff. You know, if, my buddy, he like works at like a bank and they went to a seminar recently for a bank and all of it was, you know, how to do diversity, how to stop global warming, nothing about running a bank, right? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, zero things about how to run, you know, anything to do with running a bank. And you go, yeah, because these people, a lot of the people that are involved with this stuff, that's why you always find that like, oh, they have all these internal problems. They're not paying people right. They're, you know, because yeah. a lot of these places don't actually know how to run companies, but they know how to meddle in your company. They're professionals at that. They're, like the comedians that don't know how to tell jokes, but they're professionals at meddling in your jokes. There's actually a really successful commune that has about a hundred. <laughs> Here we go. No, for, for real. Yeah, it's about, got about a hundred members uh, at any given time and they have a limit. You can't have, they can't have more than that. You apply. Then you come in for like an interview and if they approve, you get to join for a certain amount of time. And you know what you do when you join this, this very successful commune? Do you know what the first, you, 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 you join, you show up, they say, here's your bed. Have a nice day. We'll see you in the morning. The first thing you do is pledge allegiance to Lena Dunham. You I'm get to work. Get you, start, to work. you start farming, you start doing chores from sun up to sundown. Congratulations. Welcome to doing hard labor all day, every day. And it works because they screen people and find people who actually like doing hard work and they have fun and they sing songs at night and they hang out and then they work together in the day and they enjoy themselves. That's they enjoy great. gardening. They enjoy building. That works. The problem is, and you know why they screen people? Because That's they don't so want, funny. they don't want pseudo college educated fake socialists who are like, actually, I'm the managerial elite who's going to help you run this effectively. Get out. If you don't yeah. do work, get out. We work. We work and then we share the food. What's and we have question fun. one? What's your name? Question two. Question two. Do you enjoy pushing boulders around? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Will you mind tilling the field for three weeks straight, sun up to sun down, no days off? A lot of people right now are sort of, cause it is hard to get rid of like 
a culture of everyone has something to say and everyone's meddling with the managers when you start it. But you have to kind of, you have to start it like that, you know, not hire the people that are that. Yeah. You have to find people from the get go that kind of like agree with your vision. And I, I remember when we were, you know, me and uh, Matt at the hard times, we were filming and a lot of times we'd be, we'd, when we'd hire people, we'd kind of look at their Facebook, you'd look at this and you go, you know, what is this person's priorities? You know, yeah. are they into, if, if are they posting about, cinematography that they did and filming or are they posting about people that they're mad at and this and that and right. maybe a problem with their last boss and in yep. this and you and, and you can find out pretty quickly right now if someone's if the job or you know whether it's their hobby or broadcasting I, is, is how important to that is than their like hierarchy of beliefs I don't, I don't have that problem uh you know i don't, I don't have that problem at all I don't, well, I don't, no I, you have good people here no you, i don't have to worry about screening anybody you know why because the people you got them make them do manual labor That's if they right. misbehave. The woke <laughs> <true>. people, <laughs> Lydia, Lydia's been pushing around some boulders in the back. The woke people and the people who are scared of the woke people won't work for me anyway. That's it. Right. So I actually was trying to hire someone to do lighting. And I have a friend who runs a production company and they're like, they don't want to do lighting for you. And I laughed and I was like, good. I don't want them in my house. If like those are the kind of I'm glad they self screened themselves. And then uh, I hired an audio guy through this company. and It was fine. He's like, cool, man. Awesome show. Dig it. Have a nice day. Yeah, he doesn't care. If somebody is that crazy, I don't want them anywhere near my house. Like that level of craziness. Like we had a, we had a, a leftist anti-fascist kind of guy in the show, but he was, totally, he was cool with like, yeah, I'll come hang out. No problem. And I'm like, there you go. If you're willing to be normal and chill and, and, and you don't mind, then that's the kind of person that I'm interested in having a conversation with or working with. If I put out like, here's a, I would like a job. Not, not a single crazy woke person is going to apply for it. Perfect. Right. I don't got to worry about it. I wonder though, <laughs> like, I wonder, I, I, I can't, I don't think it's illegal to actually say no woke people, right? Like, no, if you're woke, need not apply. But you know, like, woke is just the newest form of like a certain class of people that like wants to be a professional hall monitor. So yeah. it's, this existed you know, before. Wait, wait, it's you know, just think, they've it, taken different forms. This is, <laughs> well, this is interesting. We, we have, uh, Title VII of the 1964 Civil Rights Act protects people from a, on, on a bunch of things. It protects people based on religion, right? 1994, sorry. The 1964 Civil Rights Act? Yeah, of course, of course. Religion, religion is one yeah, of them? Yeah, 100%. That's interesting because, you know, we have a separation of church and state. It's it's informal for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't have a separation of a state and ideology. So these woke people are putting their psychotic beliefs, injecting it into the system and forcing it upon people. And it's getting creepy, but it is very much a religion. But you can discriminate against them, can't you? So, so like it's not it's not it, it, ideology is not a protected class so i can literally put up a sign saying like woke need not apply well put it right I mean, in the door it and, would you know. be hard for you to I, I don't i think you wouldn't be out you'd have to find a way to classify that and once you classified it i think you'd be in trouble if you said oh uh someone like if you if you put it on paper sure but if you put it on paper they'd be like what does that mean it's like oh they support black lives matter what does that mean they support women like when you put those things on paper it's i mean it's hard to but but but, it, it, that's, but i mean look first of all you you could sue a ham sandwich right if someone came to me and said they supported Black Lives Matter, I'd be like, cool, that's great. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. If they said that they thought discrimination and racism were wrong, I'd be like, that's absolutely fantastic. Of course. We, we agree with you 100%. If they came in and said they were this woke authoritarian intersectionalist or whatever, or they were obviously like a woke SJW type, I'd be like, you need not apply. It's a waste of your time. Yeah, well, I mean, it is a waste of your time if you want to start telling me how to run the company as opposed to doing your job. It's like, your job is going to be to do this. If you're going to start getting involved in like, you know, if you're going to spend 90% of your time being like, hey, I just was looking, doing a uh, survey of the people you hired and it's uh, only 40% women and 60% guys. You go, well, that's actually not like we didn't hire you to do an audit of our company's right, employeeship. Right. Well, first of all, 
my company is a minority-owned company. It's true. And I yeah. think I'm the only minority employee. Which one's that, Gary? What? <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. No, he's... he's he, he, what did we say before? No gay stuff. No, that's, <laughs> right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Got him! <laughs> Woo! Take that, Seth right. posted. Right. I posted on Instagram. Uh, I said... What did I say? Like Tim Cass is a minority-owned company, gives money, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, and That's like true. people were laughing, and you know they liked it. I actually, I'm all, I started the hashtag for diversity hashtag Bollywood to Brown. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I hired. No, I've said this before, but I said that um, on my show. I hired like when I was doing my TV show or in uh, CBC in Canada. I hired all these, you know, a lot of minorities, like. Uh, Amish Patel and Natisha Kuji, even though there was far more talented white people. But that's the kind of guy that I am. Right. This guy, this guy's got, <laughs> got, got all our numbers with the funniest joke of the night. Are you Ted super chatting? Delorio. Say? Yes. So super okay. chat. Uh, Ted Delorio says, Bill Maher is the internet explorer of com- comedians. <laughs> I think that like, that like oddly does explain Bill Maher. You know. Strongly utilized in 2003. <laughs> and then, Redundant. And then fell into, a, into obsolescence. <laughs> yeah. Bill Murray's got it all figured out, though, for sure. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's 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 crazy because he's got good points, but it's like the news he's reading is from two weeks he's ago. He's retired. Yeah, he's retired. Comedy yep. and entertainment's one of those careers that you can retire and keep doing it. But they just, they're not yep. doing it. They're write just a, like ca- cashing in on it now. And, and they're still so, they can just turn a camera on. They're so famous that you write me a sell script. Tickets. Write me a script. I'll be here to read it for 15 minutes and I'm going home. That's basically what we get. And yeah. so a lot of these, like, like Bill Maher phones it in and then he, they, they book people that are easy gets for him. Like he doesn't book the best of the best. He doesn't book the people who are really going to challenge him. Like Bill, you're wrong about this. He books the low hanging fruit, which is fine, but it's the, it's the wrong field to be phoning it in. It's like, he needs to be like, you know what? This is a 80 hour a week job to stay on the polls for right now. I should give this to someone else. Do your documentaries once every year. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. It's, you know how hard probably it is to do what you do. It's like, if you were starting to feel like, you know what? This is a lot. You go, okay, maybe it's time to, you know, I'm the 50 year old playing basketball still. It's maybe time taking, to, you can do other things, you know, taking time off. It's not the only job takes your finger off the pulse. Yeah. And then so like, here, here's how it works. If I, I, I take no days off. I took, uh, I've had a few days off for the past few years. Gary V over here. <laughs> usually, usually. So the only days I've had one actual chosen day off. And this was in the past. Right, right Is that the, a Jewish joke? It was right at the election. No. So uh, I've had like four days off and one was because I lost my voice and one was because I actually got sick and I just was like sick. It happens. All year? For, for the past four years, I've had like four days off. That's wild. And the only actual chosen day off was, the, was Sunday after they called it for Joe Biden. And I was like, it's been a crazy week. The news has been nuts. I'm gonna go ride my bike. Just kind of go chill. But here's the thing. Here's, here's what happens. That day off, news happens. I come back. And now I'm a day behind on what the news is. <laughs> so for someone for someone like Bill Maher, Jeez, I love you. Fu- go, you going to sleep that night, being like the news never stops. It doesn't. It keeps going. So I'm so falling behind. I see. You know how many? You know, you know how often I get emails from people who are like, "Dude, check out this story." And it's something I talked about three weeks ago. Yeah. Because regular people are not as up. And you get like, them before they happen. So a lot of times, sometimes I'll do a story as like part of a bigger bigger context that was from like a week or two ago. But for the most part, it's like this thing just happened. And I'll get a new story out with like an hour of the story breaking or something. So you take a day off, you start to fall behind. 
Yeah. You 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 semi retire and tell your writers to deal with it. Now you got a bunch of you, you know you know the Peter Prince. They don't care the way you care, and they weren't right. great. I mean, they're just writers. Not to say that those people aren't great, but this writing for your show is probably not the vehicle that they're going to really. I don't like, have excel in. I don't have scripts. Yeah, I just mean like in general. So like, like I couldn't do it. But for for someone like Bill Maher, he he probably gets his cliff notes. And so uh, are we you get gonna, straight up like scripts? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like later in the show when he's talking. To yeah, people yeah, 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 yeah. So you know what the Peter principle is? Uh, is that like a penis thing? No, no. It's that people are. You sucked are, it. You bought it. No, it's, uh, or, you know, people, right. people are hired to the position of their, you know, until they be- become inefficient, basically. So like someone's really good in the mailroom. So you promote him to like mailroom manager, but they're not good at being a manager. You know yeah. what I mean? There's another uh, I, I, th- that I believe it's the Peter principle. There's another one where it says that the the founder of the company can only hire people who are less driven and less talented than he is. And so it creates a downward slope effect where a a founder is driven and smart and comes with an idea and starts a company, then hires, you know, his commanders who aren't the same as him. Because look, if you're a founder of a company, you can't hire another founder because they're founding their own company. Yeah. So you find the next tier of people. Then they, as the commanders, are looking for people who can manage menial tasks and then hire down and hire down and hire down. And then eventually you have a bunch of people who are really bad at the, like who are not very smart, not very capable and just do menial tasks. And then the founder, when they want to, so you end up with a Bill Maher and he says, okay, I'm going to phone it in from now on and tells his, you know, underlings. But he doesn't have another C, you know, like a he, CEO mentality. The, the, the people who take over to write the scripts are nowhere near the talent and drive that he had when he was at his peak. So he hired accordingly. Yeah. Well, cause he was there. Why did he why, need that? Why, uh, would you choose to like stop doing YouTube? And stop being a personality and go and write for Bill Maher. No, it's, it would take a lot of. I mean, I get like offers like that for directing, exactly. especially, and you're like, so it's going to be a you know you, you, overvalued to, for me to do that right exactly. now. Exactly. And so if he can't get someone like you, who you've definitely got your finger on the pulse, your yeah. bits are all funny, topical. Extremely I, I say timely. that I know exactly what you're talking about. I say this with editing yep. all the time. It's like with editors, this is why it's so impossible. People go, oh, you know, and it's one thing like maybe something like this, but with real comedy, great comedy, you go the same. Re- for someone to be a great editor, they're probably like usually very funny. They usually have a good on the pulse. They kind of get culture. You know, they get timing and they get like music and they, all these things. And like that type of person's usually pretty good with people. And why would they ever in a million years want to be an editor? Right. So or, it's very hard to find one. So Bill Maher needs someone like you if he wants to be relevant. But why? You can, well, I think you're gonna the replace answer, I, I'll tell you the answer, and I've, I've talked about this before, but I think the answer is you need the version of me that's 22. You know what I mean? And the truth is, like, I think someone, there is a benefit for a 22 year old or a 23 year old to be that. And I think there's I a lot of place for that. I think a 22 year old would be better served just making their own channel and starting. Just they get started. might be. Start pushing that snowball down the hill now. You know, uh, to be fair, I had a, I had a discussion with a friend a while ago. Well, maybe then once you're ready to, you know, not be in charge of the ship, it's that's when it's time to, you know, move on to a new ship. I think Bill Maher should be hiring hiring the 22-year-old to host the show. He yeah. should find like you he should be saying you should host real time and he would executive produce, he would get a share for, you know, producing or whatever. And if he's going to phone it in and he's not going to be... I think he still wants to... You know, they get addicted to it. I think he still yep. likes to go around Hollywood and they go, hey, it's Bill Maher. You yeah. know? Plus, and, and that's, that's probably the, another... Uh, they re- fade quickly. I mean, we all think we're so much more important than you are. But like someone like that, you know, John Stewart left and he comes back every once in a while. But like you don't think yeah, about him anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while he comes back and cries for 9-11 or whatever. I mean, John Stewart was... He praised Trump. He what? He praised Trump. What did he say? That Trump was the only one actually He's helping. Sexy. 
Oh, help, really? Yeah, helping the the 9-11 first responders. And he's like, no one else would do it. And Trump did a really great job. And indeed, it was hot. That's why That's why I respect Jon Stewart, because I think... I he, respect Jon Stewart. Yeah, Jon Stewart was super funny, man. He, he created he, a genre of television. And he dragged journalists because he said Trump will and will you know come after them and criticize them. They, they, uh, they take it personally and then respond in kind instead of just doing journalism. They act the way Trump wants them to. You know? Yeah. They act like Trump, really. They really yeah, do. They do. Yeah, it's true. They he, love he him brings, so much. You know, he's a mirror of all these people. What if, he like, is. when this is all over, it's like the SNL stage and Trump comes out and then all the journalists come out, all the never Trumpers, and they, like, raise their hands and they smile. Oh, him and, they, and Alec Baldwin. They, Trump yeah, and they're Alec laughing Baldwin and they laughing. hug. And then Trump was like, it's been a great four years. <laughs> oh Thanks so God. much for watching. Yep. Yeah. And all the journalists, and they're all gone. All their Twitters get deactivated. We never hear from them again. Every <laughs> single oh one gosh, of them. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it takes the mask off. It was barren the whole time. <laughs> oh my god! Trump was Alec Baldwin. Would, would you? Oh, it was actually. Uh, it wasn't a, Alec Baldwin. It was uh, one of the the fourth Baldwin. <laughs> here's a question I have for for Trump supporters: Would you accept Trump leaving the spotlight permanently, never to be seen from again, if he took all of the woke resistance journalists and never Trumpers with him? Maybe. And they were all just all their Twitter accounts. Just it's like you could do a really funny movie where it's like someone wakes up. It's like, and he looks at Twitter and they're all gone. Like every single one oh of them. And just God. like what the world would be like with none of them. If it never happened. <laughs> no, just like just one yeah. day. It's like, you, have you seen uh, um, uh, the movie yesterday? The guy's riding his bike no. and then he gets hit by a car or something. And then right when he hits the ground, there's a power outage around the world that erases the Beatles. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, then yeah. he wakes up and like no one knows it, the Beatles are. Like, yeah. it'd be really funny if that happened. But like all of the resistance, never Trump people are just oh, gone. God. I would like a movie where you woke up and no one ever heard of Puddle of Mud. And you, <laughs> Why? And you just get to introduce the world <laughs> or Nick, to, the ge- <laughs> to the genius. What songs did they have anyway? I don't even remember. I think they, they, just Blurry. Had one. they have a song called Blurry. Blurry. I actually really like the one. song called Blurry. Okay, give me a break. Yeah. You ever seen a video of the guy from Nickelback and he comes out on stage and someone throws a bottle and it hits him in the head? Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh Chad. Yeah, the yeah. bottle didn't live to tell the tale. I mean, that's messed up, dude. I felt really bad when I saw it. people were laughing, and I'm like, it's funny, but like, dude, if you don't want to see the guy perform, you don't have to. Don't you, you can make fun of him, go. but if the dude wants to play music, I got no beef. And when he walked out, someone threw a bottle at him. My just friend, boom went, or leave. My friend went on tour with uh, Chad Kruger, and he says he's like the man. He's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, cool. yeah he's, he's a nice super guy. Cool. He like beats people up in bars and shit. <laughs> what, <laughs> dude? He was yeah. He got in a he got in a bar fight. Like so, he's a bad. Like he's a not a good guy. No, like he's a cool guy. Oh. <laughs> this is a positive story. No, he's I was beating people up in bars. I'm like, that's what is <laughs> yeah, he doing? He's, he's sick. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what happened? Like Chad, like he's he's a real tough guy real life like he was a cool funny guy right and then in a bar like some guy was like f you nickelback and then chad kruger's like say it to my face and like punch the guy oh, out snap. like he's he left me like yo chad kruger's the man you know what's really you know what really annoys me is that uh rama someone some protester made a sign that said rama Manuel listens to nickelback oh snap and this is a protest in chicago and, okay. and then now every protest you go to there's like 700 you know trump listens to nickelback signs <sighs> It's like, wow, you're so original. Like, you made a sign someone else made. It's a funny joke, huh? But that's like so much of what we see with these protests, like Harry Potter references. Ugh. It's like, read, an, read another book. Is that, is that it? You like watch the Harry Potter movie? Did you even read the book? Probably not. And they'll be like, Trump is Voldemort. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. That's it. Giving it to them. Millennials have read one, one, one uh, uh, series. 
They've read seven books and it's the Harry Potter books. Well, it's also it. kind of like hard when people, you know, they try to like be funny now because it's the same thing. Like when you've been the teacher for so long, right? They've been telling everyone, you got to say this, you got to do this. And then they kind of come out and they're like, hey, what are you guys laughing about? Here's a fun joke. And you're like, I don't know if you could get to do that anymore. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, so it's hard when someone's tried to be like the puritanical, like authoritarian for the last four years and they've been mad about everything. And then they come out and they try to be goofy oh, now. Why do people yeah. want to live that way? You know what I mean? Like, dude, they, don't, they, they had to. They had no choice. They were boxed into a corner by their own, you know, cowardice. It's so weird. <laughs> it's, it, it really is a weird thing. Like, if like when people make jokes about men or you know white people or Koreans, I'm like, eh. you know, is, if it's is it funny? I guess. Yeah, they didn't want to step on the twig, man. It's yeah. Jack Murphy was talking. They've been terrorized by their own political party or by their peers into behaving a certain way. And not yeah, the, all that stuff with like, don't judge a book. Like, you know, you shouldn't judge people. A lot of it's so funny because, you know, and I talk about this a bit on stage, but they have the, <laughs> this idea that be like, oh, you just because someone's, you know, dressed like a convict doesn't mean they've been a j-. It's like you shouldn't judge. And you go, that's the reason we have a brain, you know, the stereotype and these different things and to use data. Like, and I used to say, if you're walking in an alley and there's like an old lady or like a bunch of thugs like holding guns and you go, you know, don't want to judge. Like, you know, <laughs> who knows? A guy running at you at night. Yeah, you go, right. I want to judge him. And you go, no, right, that's right. the purpose they of a that. brain. That's the whole point. That's the purpose. You, yeah. That's the reason you have a brain is to kind of like someone, make judgments and stuff like that. Someone, someone told me a story about this. Uh, I used to live in, there's, there's, a, there's an area of Chicago. I'm not going to call it this area. I don't want to drag anybody. But, uh, I remember uh, a friend of mine got mugged. We were we were hanging out late at night out of a bar, and it was it's a really trendy area. And like some three guys just walked up and just took his phone, his keys, took everything, his wallet. And then I remember talking to uh, I guess the area. Are these got, the ones that uh, De Blasio and Cuomo didn't want to lock well, this is, up? This is Chicago, <laughs> so this is you know Close this enough. is Rom. This was this was a long time ago. This was like you know fourteen years ago, or whatever, when this went down or thirteen. And I, I remember talking to somebody about the area because now it's getting better. And they said. It used to be that if you saw a dude walking towards you, you'd cross the street with no qualms about it because you're like, yo, this guy, I'm not going to be near him. I mean, he might, yeah. I might get mugged in this neighborhood. Now he was like, somebody we knew was scared of being racist. So just walked right up to a crowded, like a couple of guys and then got mugged. Whoa. And then he was like, well, I don't want to be racist, you know? And they were like, so you walked up to these guys and then they Oof. just robbed you? He was like, yeah. Wow. That's like following Google Maps into the ocean. <laughs> Seriously, but it's like if you see if <laughs> really you see a couple is, yeah. of guys and you don't feel comfortable, like you cross the street. Um, Fifteen years ago, I was in Chicago walking, and um, I guess I I had to I was late to the train, so I I turned and I ran across the street like between the cars, and as I was running full speed across the street, a girl was walking right in front of me, and she just took off. <sighs> you I scared was like, her? Oh, didn't sad, mean to frighten. I, I didn't know to apologize or what. He was a wreck. I just appeared out of nowhere and I was. You scared me. I was ready to go. That's just one of the things that, you know, if anything, that should be like where the gender comes together. And it's like a lot. I've heard girls say this legitimate to me. They go, you don't know what it's like as a guy walking alone at night. And you go, Guys have been afraid walking alone at Dude, night. Guys are more. You kidding me? Guys, break. guys are more likely to be victims they of violent crime yeah. than women. Yeah. So it's like, what are you talking about? Well, my synopsis is because girls don't know because one, they've told it. And then also like no guy would ever tell them they're scared. So every guy's like, right. I'm not scared. Those thugs are yeah. scared. scared. I'm a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. but it's also the narrative being driven into women's heads that they're victims. And it's like, look at the statistics. Men are more likely to be victimized. <gasps> yeah, it just sucks about. for everyone. But it's like, well, you don't have to make everything into like the political, it, you know, identity politics. Yeah, it is so interesting. It can be like, yeah, said. Right? Yeah, 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 you're like, yeah, it sucks walking alone late at night. 
Yeah, it, it really does. Yeah, let's give not it. sweet for anybody. I, right. I exactly. was using an ATM in an alleyway at two in the morning, <laughs> and someone mugged me, and it's not my fault. What? <laughs> let's do super chats. Okay, well, it okay. kind of does. You know, it goes back to that thing where they were like, you know, we need to teach, we'll stop teaching men to like you know, rape and stuff. And you go, yeah, what school are they teaching that <laughs> right. again? I would like, like, like where you go to school <laughs> and they're like, you know, uh, day one, uh, we're going to teach you about jumping out of the bushes and did I, did balaclava I, selection. <laughs> did I ever tell you about this? Uh, this woman I worked with, we were hanging out one day and she goes, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to be for real with me. Like how many of your guy friends are cool with rape? What? And I, I'm not kidding. And this was like at the, at a woke news. It was at fusion, the woke company. And I was like, I laughed. I was like, <laughs> what? what? She goes, no, like your guy friends, like how many of them are cool with rape? And I was like, are you, I, are you joking? Yeah. And she was like, no, no. Like how many? And I was like, none. What are you talking? Are you serious? And then she, and she goes, goes, well, you're no, no fun. No, she went, really? None of them really. And I was like, yes, none of them. If we were sitting around and one of our friends started bragging or talking, like talking about how we want to do it, we'd be like, dude, like that's Kick not cool. Out. Like what's wrong with you? Are you serious? Yeah. And she was like, really? And I'm like, who told you these things? Yeah, the dudes like talk about this. Like now that the girls yeah, are all gone, like yeah. who did you get this week? Like, oh, yeah, Jesus. like who did you? Who did you? Like I, I heard the story about Brett Kavanaugh. I was so inspired. <laughs> oh no, 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 oh, no. Yeah. That, I, I, maybe people and some people live that way, but I'm like, so <laughs> don't, I, I don't think so. But. I went and talked to uh, some of my friends, and I was like, I gotta tell you this. And and every single guy I've talked to has had a reaction of like, what? What? What is wrong with these people? <laughs> it's like, dude, first of all, it's bad enough that there are guys who go around bragging about this stuff for sure. I haven't, I've not met them. But for like her to think that way, that's how the world really is. It's like this weird indoctrination from the woke left. It's like guys secretly have parties where they, you know, Brett Kavanaugh would go to a party and drug women and they would line up out the door. That's not happening. That's crazy. So yeah. that reminds me of the one in four statistic where one in four women who goes, one in four women who goes, women who go to college campuses get raped. Like, it's why not would you true. send your daughter there? That's absolute insanity. Right. I mean, kidding? yeah. And like, of course, it's the same thing. Like, I know a lot of chicks that have had bad shit happen to them. So it's not, there's not true. There's, there's no, no joke. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you, come on, like, man. it's like, they're not teaching people to exactly. rape in school. And also <laughs> cool. it is, there is a, a part of like, so if this is your friend or this, is your daughter or whatever, and you go, okay, like, you know, we need, uh, instead of uh, teaching girls to not walk through alleys, we need to teach men to rope. It's like, let's do both. How about let's How about do both? both? Like, yep. definitely don't teach people to rape, but like, until, you know, we eliminate every bad guy in the world. Also, let's not walk through the alley at 4 a.m. at night, male or female. Good call. <laughs> Probably not the move. I agree. Let's grab these super jets. Oh, you Friendly Neighborhood Sawyer says, it's hard not to be blackpilled right now. It looks like America is on course to lose this election. I don't know. We'll see. Michael Michael Malice is very confident, just, you know, because is, uh, yeah. these conversations happen, right? Walker Mack says, suddenly conspiracy theorists don't sound so crazy now. Hmm. I don't care if I will not be vaccinated. I'll die before they force something into my body. So uh, I have this Google search. It's really funny. The Great Reset. Here's the first story. It says... The Great Reset, building future resilience to global risks. And the next one says, the baseless Great Reset conspiracy theory rises again. It's a conspiracy. From the New York Times. How it is, how is this a Where thing? Where are you getting this how from, is, Tim? It's, it's, it's top stories. The literal call for the Great Reset. And uh -huh. the New York Times saying it's a conspiracy theory. Uh -huh. The New York Times is absolutely fake news. Just, just outright. Mm -hmm. Well, where I come from, the Great Reset's when you pull out the cartridge and blow in it. <laughs> I have a, someone, some, somebody sent me a, um, Retron. Is that what it's called? They did. It's so cool. Retron. Is that, I, I love know, it is that so an emulator? much. It, no, it's an old, it's like a, it's like a, it, it plays Nintendo games, but oh, it's a cool. console. It's yeah. so cool. Retron, I think it's called. 
All right, let's see what we got here. Daniel Teller says, great reset equals great leap forward to electric boogaloo. You got, look, guys, my friends, you can't just say electric boogaloo, okay? It's great leap forward to American boogaloo. There you go. Okay, because it was in China before, yeah. and now it's here. Camilo says, Ryan, do you take suggestions for skits? If so, how do we get them to you? Oh, I actually get a shortage of people sending me uh, random sketch suggestions, so that would help to add to the pile. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, but sure. I get so many. Oh my gosh, so many. And like, how many of them are just really bad? I've used, um, so I've probably got like thousands. Wow. And I only really, I I only respond to people that send message on the Patreon just because it's too much. I got one, dude. But I have one that I used that someone sent me an idea. This is going to be good. Okay. 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 Tim has good ideas. You are Donald Trump. Okay. (laughs) And you- Cheeto factory. You're trying to eat a bag of Cheetos, but your hands are too small to grab them because (laughs) they're the puff Cheetos. Oh my gosh. And you're like, I can't pick them up with my tiny hands. Mm. It would be so funny. Everybody would be like, that's so original. And And it should be happening at the divorce court because Ivanka's filing for divorce because my peen was too small. I mean, I got to be honest. That would actually be funny because you're actually making fun of the woke left or the resistance not actually- Actually, Donald Trump. You know yeah. what I mean? So that actually might work. Maybe we'll get, we'll see. Yeah. Don't actually make it. <laughs> Felipe, Felipe says, I mean, the bit works now because we're making fun of them. Felipe mm-hmm. says, I'd like to get your thoughts on a video, an excerpt from a book. The video is called How to Rule Mankind by Liberty Penn. If you get the chance, please share your thoughts. I think it's what's going on now. Interesting. I'll check it out. Let's see. Jesse Stigler says, from your video today, don't you remember de Blasio on the radio asking to help him redistribute wealth on radio? I don't remember that. Help me tax the wealthy. Help me redistribute wealth. Mm. If you go to the Hill and copy it. Uh, oh, wow. That's crazy. Sam Beasley says right wing tyranny is exclusive. This is ours and you can't have it. Left wing tyranny is inclusive. This is for everyone and you can't refuse it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Ty Chapman says check out Trump's latest tweet about Wisconsin. Oh, really? I gotta Google it. Let me look it up. How about we look up... Let's do that now. Trump's tweet and see what just happened. Dun, dun, dun. I accidentally typed in twet, but it doesn't <laughs> matter because Google Google yeah, still works. Okay, there we go. Oh, interesting. He says, look at this Wisconsin, uh, look at this in Wisconsin. A day okay. after the election, Biden receives a dump of 143,379 votes at 3.42 a.m. when they learned he was losing badly. This is unbelievable. Click it. Told you there was an upper decker. Oh, Whoa. snap. You weren't kidding. <laughs> what is this? My goodness! Did they did, is is the official explanation that they they counted all the ballots immediately at once and then just loaded them all in? Hmm. I don't know. Look for the Twitter fact check. Look, all of this stuff is really is interesting, and I'd I'd like to see where it ends up. But if they don't like, if they can't win in court, they can't win. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how things play out. All right. Let's see. What do we got here in the super chats? Ray uh, Ray Leonard thirteen says there is a reason why CNN has the popular vote indicator on full time next to COVID numbers to help convince people subtly that Trump lost no matter what is happening or will happen. Mm. Interesting. James Andrew Lewis says, "Hey Tim, long time listener, loved your latest show with Alex Jones. Insane and hilarious. You mentioned needing a web dev. Let's chat. Yes, definitely. But uh, I were we're par- like paralyzed from the, the lockdowns coming in, so I don't know what we can do and when we'll be able to do it." Like, it's, in, it's almost impossible to run a business these days. Whoa, what's this? Oh, Naylor Holanda sent a, a, what are these, rubles? I can't tell. Finally. What? what? I don't know. It says R. It's an R and a dollar sign, yeah, whatever that is. But uh, retracted, retracted, unfortunately. Thank you. Thank you. Anthony Summer says, Tim, these news networks obviously have zero credibility. I don't know if they will run out of content necessarily. It is possible they will make up unhinged fear-mongering articles and other content to support their ideologies. Possible. And then there's this one, Bill Maher is the Internet Explorer of Comedians. Mm-hmm. Very good. good <laughs> Very sir. true. 
Politically Defiant says Hollywood sports and other high-end celebrities that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars scream that more taxes are needed, won't pay it themselves, and don't start their own businesses to hire fellow Americans who help them become wealthy celebs. That is that is correct. American Honesty says Ohio recently implemented a 21-day curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Our governor is is ridiculous. People are rebelling, and I'm sh- and I'm going shopping after 10 p.m. from now on. Crazy. Wow, man. JJ says, is it possible that Trump firing these government officials and appointing his people was prep when if uh, when slash if he loses as a way of keeping a foot in the door by having the Durham investigation into Biden so he can't appoint new people? Mm. I don't know about all that. You heard about Trump firing, you know, a bunch of these like top security people recently. Yeah, there's going to be a coup because he just had mm, uh, the acting secretary of defense who was just appointed say special operations will now report directly to him, which is like. So all these leftists are like, this is literally what happens before a military coup. Trump's not going to leave. Oh, what do we do? I don't think the U.S. works that way. So I don't know what they think is going to happen. Trump's just going to like declare himself. They're going to be like, okay, sir, right this way out the door. To do. Yeah. Yeah. They're making crazy predictions for what he's going to do. That's exciting. What is this? Eric Olson says, check out Nickelback's cover of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Oh, for pizza. I've never actually been interested in listening to a Nickelback song, but I'm actually interested in hearing that. Hmm. Yeah. That is interesting. Waffle Sensei says, quote, that's like following Google Maps into the ocean. Ian, that was great. Yeah, right? Agreed. <laughs> Walking Agreed. into someone because you don't want to be racist. So funny. Let's see. Joshua Brogue says, is the left in favor of censorship because they can't step on the twig if twigs are banned? I want I want to, uh, to stop on twigs like Cheeto bags. <laughs> no, I don't think that makes sense. There, uh, I think a lot of people on the left are in a circular firing squad, you know, like a Mexican standoff mm-hmm. where it's like they're all pointing guns at each other and shaking and like, oh, what do I do? I can't, you know, I can't stop. I have to be part of this. Data Delta says I'm a CS student, in Wisconsin, and made a web app called data track, data tracker app.com tracks COVID-19 death counts across all the states and U.S. does breakdown of age ranges and comorbidities as well. Oh, cool. Wow, interesting. Very cool. L says Ryan. I just want you to know that you are genuinely funny. I'm sitting here listening while I work and I keep bursting out laughing. Very true. Tim, Lydia, Ian, love your guys' work. Main source of news. Thank you. Well, you know, when we have Ryan Long on, you are getting only the most serious and important news. That news. All the hot topics. Oh, yeah. That's true. (laughs) Well, I was literally, when you just said the school shut down, I was literally like, well, who am I going to sell my weed to? Oh, yeah. (laughs) They never stop with me, guys. I know, right? Are you talking about the grade school children? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't New York legalize weed? (laughs) Um, I was New Jersey just legalized. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Recreational or medicinal? Recreational, right? So I don't know if they, I think they decriminalized it, but that was a big celebration. But all that stuff takes a while. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. They did that in Canada where they like decriminalized everything and it took forever. And in the meantime, they kind of, it actually made people, things worse for people that were like in the weed industry. That makes sense. Nick, Nick Bobby says, what's this about OANN's story of military seizing a server showing Trump winning 410 electoral votes? That map showing Trump winning 410 has California red. I'm not uh, no. sure. That's I believe no. that's a real thing. Mm, nope. Because California is like 65% registered be Democrat and like 28% registered Republican it or some tiny number. So it was read in like 1992 or something like 19. I think it was like the last time it was like 92 or something like that or 88. I'm not sure. But uh, I don't believe that's real. Here's the bigger issue, though. Right wing media sources are saying military seized this server in Germany. It was a Spanish server. And then AP is saying that's fake news. It never happened. 
So people are just going to choose what they believe. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's I, all that I saw a lot of the two with the debunking. They like just debunk a different thing. Like someone will be, I think there's that Fleckus dude. They were like, here's 10,000 names that were wrong or whatever. And then you saw the people being like, here's debunking. And they're like, well, there's 15,000 on your debunked list. <laughs> so you can't even like trust the debunking. You don't know what's going on oh my anywhere. Gosh, no one knows. Anymore. Yeah. It's, it's very difficult. It's uh, not helping. Uh, and like Fox basically has like gone full Trump's, you know, against Trump, except Tucker Carlson's like sticking Isn't to it. Weird. That's we we have quite can't possibly cock the tuck. Yeah, <laughs> we're sticking with it. We have quite possibly the best super chat ever. Okay, okay, everyone. nice. Uh, I'm I'm somewhat being facetious. Hink Hall says the imagery of Trump disappearing, taking all the woke with him, reminds me of Goku instant transmitting cell <laughs> before he exploded. <laughs> Do you know that reference? No, no. Mm. But yeah. uh, that but was what the, I said the, in my video. It's Dragon Ball Z. I man. Just, no, I said that. I knew it was Dragon yeah. Ball Z. That's why I said. That's why I said in my video. Like trying to be a grown white man saying that you like Dragon Ball Z. Because yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I used to be a black man before. Struggle. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, right. Furious says, "Is it fair to say there is officially more evidence of impropriety in our election than evidence that Kavanaugh committed those accusations, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. things that he was accused of?" Yeah, of course. Accused of, course. of uh, drinking a couple beers. That's right. He likes they, beer. They, they pulled up his high school calendar and were like, what's this? It says beer on it. What the heck? It's like, I don't know. That was 35 years ago. I was a teenager, dude. Like, what is this? Well, you know, we got to find something. So remember the guy from NASCAR? I think it was, I think it was NASCAR whose dad said the N-word in the 80s. So they, <laughs> his, he did. His, I remember his, that. His sponsors dropped him. Insanity. Like, yeah, I didn't I say did anything, dude. I would love. Well, right. your dad said it on the radio. <laughs> That'd be good right now if they had like a, if TMZ, if TMZ, if you're listening, if you could get an undercover photo of like uh, Kavanaugh like playing flip cup, and they just they just catch oh, him, the they just catch Kavanaugh <laughs> mid flipping a cup and looks at the camera just. <gasps> Chris Dumas says, "What do you think about election? The election going to districts rather than states like Nebraska? I'm pretty sure if we voted by district, a Democrat would never win again. If you know." Because I'm not smart enough to comment on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's more Republican districts than Democrat districts. That's a fact. Like the Democrat districts are like New York, L.A. or the counties or whatever. So if we did it by district, it would be all Republican, basically. But you would give the districts like more more representative votes because well, they're bigger? In Nebraska and Maine, they split their electoral votes by district. So like the urban center in Nebraska gets, electoral, gets like three electoral votes and then the rural area gets, an, gets one electoral vote or something like that. So if we did that for every state, then it wouldn't be winner take all. It would probably be Republicans winning. Every You'd have to time. break it down to like decimals and stuff just purely by their uh, population if you're going to do that. I mean, th- a popular vote? No, yeah, you'd sure. have like three in Los Angeles County, points two in like the smaller ones that have one sixtieth of the population yeah, and stuff maybe. like that. I don't know. Andy Mazeka says, Harumph, I say, I will not impugn the honor of Ryan Long. JK, thanks for recommending the book Trust Me, I'm Lying by Ryan Holiday. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other book recommendations? Ryan? Um, I just read Art of the Deal over and over again. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I go back Riveting. and forth. One Riveting. page of Art of the Deal and one page of 48 Laws of Power. They should Perfect. turn Art of the Deal into a three-movie... Tr- like three uh, they should. Like a movie oh, trilogy. I know. They just made Fast and Furious 7 into a book. So, um, Did they really? Oh, yeah. It's a 45-page uh, <laughs> chase scene. So I, I recommend the... <laughs> Describing the vehicles. Yeah, I recommend the book Fast and Furious Does 7. anybody have any book recommendations? Oh. I, I like Ryan, the Ryan Holiday stuff's good. I mean, yeah, he's cool. James Altucher has a new book. Shout out to oh, right on, the yeah. man JD. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about how New York is basically just like a <laughs> yeah. Ghost we, town. we talked about that last yeah. time. But Pablo says you can't fire based on political beliefs, and you probably aren't allowed to ask. 
so many protected classes, you sh- you would say the position is filled if they revealed their woke politics in the future in, in the interview. No, I think that's only in D.C. I think only D.C. protects political class uh, or, or, or polit- mm. uh, political affiliation for obvious reasons. If you're in D.C. and it's like you're there because you have to be and then you walk into a restaurant, and you're wearing like, you know, your your Trump hat or whatever. And they, they you can't come in here. It's like the city wouldn't function. You know what I mean? But 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 I think that's smart because I think that everyone who should be protected for wearing like a MAGA hat, you should be protected for whatever your political beliefs are. I'm doing a video where I'm getting people on the streets um, talking about. Uh, dudes that got beat up for wearing Trump hats and getting them to admit that they were asking for it from what they were wearing. <laughs> Snap. Oh my gosh. <laughs> asking for it. Ryan. Let's see. Trouble. JW says sworn affidavit filed today in GA state that they witnessed thousands of ballots being counted, all with machine printed bubbles being filled out for Biden. Hmm. Yeah. The, uh, the Dominion voting machines can actually re like can change ballots. And yeah. I mean, it does make sense to, you know, to us in a certain, a certain, to a certain degree, but like, shouldn't we just vote paper ballots and just like have them physically? So the way Canada does it is that they count the paper with people watching them do it from like different parties. And then they all agree on what the number is. And that's the only number ever. And then they report that number all together, all staring at each other. Like it was 17,326. Really? Well, then there's no way to, that that's the safest way to do it. Interesting. Because you can't lie because I'm standing next to you. And then the number gets transmitted to, you know, like to the to the guy who adds the number. Yeah. And you have all this scrutiny right now. The problem is they, they watch the vote, put it in the machine. The machine does 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 who knows what. And then the machine transmit it to who knows where or they put it on the tape. They put it in the machine and walk away. If you actually have people scrutinizing it and you have the paper ballots, someone could be like, that's not true. It wasn't that number. Count it again. You, you like you're being takes, challenged by other political interests. Takes too long though. Yeah, this no, that's whole not thing true. Is that's that's paper that, ballot counting and then a recount and then if the paper gets wet or burned, they're gone forever. I, you have, have you ever have, counted money? Do you know? Do you know? You how, do you like, know how counting works? It's all decentralized. So if a hundred people in one district come in and they count, they go one, two, three, four, five, a hundred. Then they report that by county. So there are some counties where this, where it takes a little, little bit longer, but they can count it super quick. It's not like one guy or like 10 people are counting 5 million ballots. They're counting like maybe a few thousand. And then in most counties where you have smaller populations, it's not even the entirety of the of, of the city. You might have 30,000 people in one city, but it's, you know, it's like. I don't want animals counting my ballot. I so want machine tallying. Machines that can be, that, that are made by animals. So yeah, they're less like reliable. Blockchain. I don't want. Less reliable. I don't want a proprietary computer doing it. Less no, re- it's more val- it's more reliable than a bunch of a monkey carrying a piece of paper. So 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 what if it, what happens if I just go in and change and add a bunch of fake votes? It would show on the chain. That yeah, they, they, they would see on the chain that in, you know, Herman district or whatever, there was 7,000 votes for Biden. You'd be like, I guess that's real. I and can't then it challenge would say, it. And 370 of them were changed on Tuesday. No, it wouldn't. What, because that would show it on the chain. Grandma, grandma, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sherry doesn't know that she voted or didn't vote. Because you just took her information out of her mailbox, and then voted, and it's on the blockchain. It's up to Sherry to check her vote. So that means I can steal Sherry, who's not interested. And you can do that today, too. Exactly. But I'm not saying and it's now, perfect. I'm just saying it's Here's the best better. part. They go and audit the hard paper ballot and say, hey, wait a minute, and they can challenge them. Dude, the ballots are on memory cards right That's now. why it should be on paper. But what if the paper gets wet? What if it gets, what if someone takes them? Security, it's better to be secure than insecure. What if someone takes and steals them? They're gone forever. And what if someone steals and the memory no card? there's no record. Like, and like, like, like the three counties already that didn't it, Then upload. it's gone forever. But if it's right. on the blockchain, people can't steal it. So when people forge ballots, then they're on the, it's on the blockchain forever too. Um, 
Uh, I guess and that's so, the, but the it's big, up to you to check your own ballot. Right now is two things. There's an audit saying that a bunch of Republican absentee ballots never got received. And there's challenges that a bunch of people had voted in states they don't live in anymore, which some people suspect now was someone filling out ballots on their behalf yeah, to should, get extra extra votes. Definitely check your uh, name. If you lived in another state in the last year, you should check to make sure you didn't get voted for in that state. That's why. That's hard, up on you, though. In Canada, they're like bragging on Twitter that they use paper ballots only no, with, with scrutineers who are who are watching. And then they all count the ballots together and it never gets entered into a machine and the numbers are all confirmed by multiple people. And it's funny because you have all these leftists saying Canada is the way to do it. And Canada's like, oh, actually, we have voter ID laws and we're way more secure than you. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got. DS says Trump is the new punk rock. Flowification okay. says if the Patriot was in 2020, the left smacks gavel. Our first order of business, the right. And our last, if we vote a Biden, distressed partisan noises. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't wasn't no no wasn't the 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 vote for the levy wasn't the guy they wanted to go to war they wanted to levy so. war yeah yeah so it's the other way around the the left would be like and our last if we vote for biden mm -hmm. anthony or i guess oh i guess it's the point like their last order of business they all die i mm -hmm. see what i see yeah anthony pika says listening to one of the, your previous irls Start the Beanie Club and steal Louder with Clatter business model. Partner yes. with Blaze. Have people sign up. <laughs> then get an authentic Tim Beanie. Would love to wear one while I drink out of my LWC mug. <gasps> you know, you, you know why I, I'm never going to join any, any, any one of these networks ever? Why? Why would you? Right why now, Tim? TimCast IRL is ranked like number 106 mm -hmm. on iTunes for like top podcasts. That's right, baby. And the Tim Pool Daily Show is number 34, Correct. I think. 40, 46. No, it's up. It's 34. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. And cool. it's completely independent. I have no boss. I have no companies. Mm -hmm. I don't even really have any sponsors. I have no sponsor contracts or anything like that. I literally just do what I want to do and when I want to do it. And then all these, like, I tell you, man, these companies will be like, we want to sign you. Here's the, here's your deliverables. Here's what you have to do. I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's work. It really does mess with your flow, like what you're doing. I've had so many people where I've, you know, taken a little thing and I, you have to, you have to really set it up where you go, listen, this is my system. It's a really take it or leave it. Cause yeah. they'll, they'll push it and then they go, Okay, well, what about if you do this? Like, it's no big deal. Can we just make one revision? Like, oh, we'll just make one cut. And all those things just add to your, like, perfect workflow that you've created. Right. And it just and stops what you're able to more do. More and more work. And then you have to wonder, why is the, they want to sign you in the first place? Slows because, you down. Because they think they're going to make more money off of you. And so I'm like, listen, dude, if I've done this on my own for a long time and I have a top podcast, I don't need anything from you. You can't offer me anything. Well, the question is, that's what it is. Can they add value? I mean, I met with like a thousand yes, like YouTube yeah. agencies and they would talk for half an hour and I would finish and be like, I, can you explain to me in one <laughs> sentence what you do? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? To, to be like, fair. We, you know, synergy and we, we can, you know, don't we, synergy uh, me. Yeah. We'll be like the <laughs> algorithms and we're able to do this and monetize this. And I'm like, so what, what do you do? What are you talking about? <laughs> I have had recently a meeting with a YouTube agency. That said, here's what I want to do for you. And I said, no. And then they were like, what if we do this? I said, you're still not doing anything for me. And then I said, here's what we're going to do. You get nothing of mine, but <laughs> there you go. whatever you deal. make, you get a percentage of. And they said, deal. And I was like, oh, well, there we go. Right. Yeah. So now we're working out the deals, the de details. It's basically because I have no Facebook presence. I like don't do anything with Facebook at all. And I've got four hours of content and they're like, why aren't you uploading this? And I was like, cause I don't know. And they're like, okay, we'll take care of that for well, you. Like, a lot of there we go. See, you know, it's funny. I literally just had the exact same thing. And Facebook's the only one because they are monetizing it. But you kind of are like, I don't know what's going on over there. It's very it's, hard to grow. But a lot of these people, true. well, yeah. they figured it out because of the cross posting, right? So it's, it's not just that. It's that. I'll tell you the scam. F Facebook is, look, on YouTube, I can put up a 20 minute video 
and people will watch it and listen to it. On Facebook, what works is like a two minute video. So that means no, it has to be of more than three different amount to monetize. Yeah, well, like a three minute video. You, I, I just mean like it's much much shorter. Yeah. It's not a. It's like a bit. They would and love then, it to be like that, but it's not. Right, well, so yeah. so what works then is if I do twenty minutes, they're like seven segments, and I'm like I'm not going to render seven different what? segments. No, that sounds horrible. I'm not going to put. You can, yeah, you're like, I'm not going to put the though. graphics on yeah. it. They'll do it because yeah. they know they can make bank off that. Exactly. And I'm like, well, there you go. I'm not going to hire a team to like deal with this. No, I can't. So. I'm sorry, guys. I can't do it. So, yeah, man. That's what the auditions like. Uh, Louie had a story like this, but it does happen where someone's like, hey, we want you to be in this thing. The director wants you to do the read. And you go, oh, OK, yeah. And then it's you don't much. do it. And then yeah. they go, oh, they extended. And you go, eh. and then eventually <sighs> they call you and they're like, all right, they just want you to do it. You don't have to do any of that stuff anymore. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> I am Darwin's God says, Tim, GIF stands for graphics interchange format. That means a G like a gift, not a G like giraffe. That's right. Except That's the right, guy Tim. who invented it no, I don't care. said no. that it is a soft J on purpose to, to, to mean that it was like in a GIF. It was in a fast. Care. The guy who invented it named it something. End of story. No. It's like, it's weird to me that there are people who are deciding I have authority over what someone did. Like it's, a, it's, 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 it's like, it's too much to me. Like the SJW is trying to change language because they think it sounds better. If you invent something and call it something, someone else coming up and be like, actually, I'm going to rename it. I'm but like, wait, that's so dumb. He invented the graphic interface format? The guy who invented the graphical interchange if, format if someone, said it's pronounced GIF. If someone builds, creates something and then calls it the wrong thing, you don't have to keep calling it calls the wrong thing. Calls it the thing. wrong thing. Yeah, they're, what if someone builds like a new shovel and they're like, this is my giraffe. And you're like, that's not a giraffe, that's a shovel. It's a type of shovel. He's I, like, yeah, but I'm going to call it a giraffe. Well, then he's an idiot. It's a shovel. No. If you create, if, if you create a shovel and you call it a giraffe... That's your prerogative to call. And your, it's also your not a giraffe. It's a First shovel. of all, he didn't invent the shovel if it's just a shovel. If he makes a special proprietary shovel called giraffe. Then a giraffe shovel. Yeah. Like the slap chop. Like, yeah. Or like yeah. Like we, we just named Super it. Cool. Or, or, or flex tape or whatever. Is that what it's called? Fle- yeah, flex, flex tape. tape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flex tape. No, it's not flex tape. It's a, it's a, it's not even adhesive. It's a plastic, you know, uh, adherent structure. He's an idiot for naming it flex tape. It's like, dude, if you if you make something, you name something, fine, I don't care. You know what's really annoying to me right now is that they're trying to change the name of a skateboard trick because the guy, like, is it's offensive. It's just yeah, like, the dude, heck? the guy who invented it said it's called a GIF, and people are like, yeah, but it's a it's a hard G. It's like, well, well dude. Wait, then, so when you're saying what's G- the skateboard trick? <laughs> right, exactly. The mute, mute grab. Oh, come yeah. on. Tony Hawk said come it's, it's got to be called something else because it's <laughs> offensive because they were calling a guy mute when, you, when they were teenagers 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. The guy said he didn't want ago. to be, he didn't, he wanted to, the guy they named it after said, I, I would prefer you changed it. But it doesn't mean anything to He's anybody. not actually mute. <laughs> he was deaf. And so they said, he did a trick and they called it, they he's named it after talk. the mute guy, they said. Yeah, he's mute. And so now it's 40 something years later and they're like, every video game, every piece of media, oh. every reference ever, gone. Boo. Because we don't like it. Is a soft G, G, or J? J. I thought that was the hard G. That's soft. I must have that yeah. backwards. J. Or actually, I think it's Y. Oh my gosh. No, it's Jeff. Why? Soft Y. It's Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, it's anyway. not. Anyway. No, there's been no shortage of changing words, and you just go like, er, yeah, whatever. whatever. Eventually, I'll you go, admit, I don't care. I, I'm yeah. still don't know if it's Jeff or Giff. Yeah. It's Jeff. I just can't. It's Jeff. I don't it's, know if it's, it's, it's you or you. I can't oh, never. How is it, yeah, how is it that way. the guy who invented it said it, and they're like, no, I refuse to accept you invented it and named I it something. I won't accept it. I keep Magic. Giant magic R- wizard. Richard Stallman, who made it, made um, GNU's not Unix. He basically made a Unix thing. That's, he made a software based off of Unix called, and he called it GNU, GNU, and it stood for GNU's not Unix. Yeah. Hmm. But GNU is the word new. It's an animal. Yeah. So he called his software GNU, uh-huh. and he mispronounced it just to have fun with people. So it's yeah. GNU. 
and it's never selling. If you were like, it's new software, people would be like, Whoa. if it was phonetic, it'd be GNU. Well, the animal. It's really funny when people are like, is it a Jolden Retriever? I'm like, is it a Giant? Like, dude, <laughs> the GI makes the Jason. No, it's a, it's a new GNU yeah, is pronounced go. new. <laughs> that's, that's neither if here. He or wanted there. to call his GNU anyway. GNU. Well, Steve remember was, with the Kamala stuff, like how many people, there's Kamala. all these articles being like, well, I know it's like, they go, it's racist if you, you say, Kamala. I know, <laughs> because it's, I, it's very hard for me to say. I can barely say the normal words, right? And that's how you would say that word. But the same way that when I go to my bodega guy underneath me, he goes, Rianne. He knows my name's Ryan, okay. but it's like in his whatever language he speaks, that's like oh, whatever really. language. Excuse me. Sir. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever gibberish oh my desert language this man speaks. Gobbledygook. <laughs> I don't li- I, listen. I don't speak bodega speak. <laughs> True, that's fair. The guy's actually just American. Boat English. It's an Italian, it's an Italian American accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what are you doing? I don't speak bit of boat English, sir. Bodegastani or whatever. It's just a Midwestern accent. Yes. Arian, don't you know we got donuts today? That's Canadian. That's an always Midwestern. Well, I guess it's close to Minnesota. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was saying Don't you know? I did that cat calling video and I was saying the Canadian cat calling Oh, there she is. Instead of like, yeah, girl, what's up? The Canadians go, oh, there she, oh, there she is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they apologize right away. Yeah, then they oh, it's okay, sorry, no, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But oh, <laughs> apology jokes. Yeah, but everybody, was- thanks for hanging out. If you haven't already, smash the like button, please, and subscribe. We do the show Monday through Friday live at eight p.m. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Parlor at TimCast. Check out my other YouTube channels, youtube.com slash TimCast and youtube.com slash TimCastNews. And uh, Ryan, thanks for hanging out. Yes. You have, uh, you have, uh, you're a president for the boys. Running for the boys. And you can listen to my podcast, The Boys Cast, every Friday. And uh, you want to follow me at youtube.com slash RyanLongComedy. A new video out every Monday, street video most Wednesdays, and podcast every Friday. So you, your YouTube channel is basically, you know, President for the Boys. You're basically a white cis heteronormative patriarchist YouTube channel. <laughs> Indeed, yes. That's what it sounds like to me. You know, you are a white male. But I will say that <laughs> a lot of people think that, you know, I'm maybe like would be racist, sexist, transphobic, when in actuality, I'm just sexist. Okay. So good, good. Right, there's good. a big misconception. Yeah. There's a lot, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, there's I lots of better. different races of people that are for the boys supporting Ryan Long. <laughs> right on. And, uh, you know, Ian's hanging out. What up, hey, everybody? Ian, Ian Crossland, you know me. Hey, Ryan. Still same old Ian. You know, just, <laughs> but he's been Logan. Just the guy. <laughs> I'm surprised Netflix hasn't co opted you yet. Seriously. Yeah. I've had, well, a lot of stuff's been down because of COVID, but. Oh. But I, I have to imagine they're scared of your comedy. Right. No, they'll, if they feminist, did like a degenerate. mom or whatever, my mom went back to college segment <laughs> where she's like, just like really awful and talking about banging dudes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, they all, a lot of these people, you know, like kind of reach out. I have like a manager and they kind of like reach out and a lot of these people like me. So the SpongeBob I, thing was funny. Thank you. I'm working on a, I'm working on a movie actually is probably my big thing. But the truth is like, there's no comedy right now. So, so I only cool. moved to America three months before all this stuff. So it's hard for me. There is no like, uh, culture and mix for that stuff, but so I'm doing my own thing, and I think I'm gonna potentially do a movie, and that's what I'm figuring out. Oh, but yeah, people I'm don't sure. people don't know this, but yeah. you're originally from um, uh, 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 Bangkok. Yeah, Thailand. yeah, you're true, born yeah. and raised in Thailand. Yeah, you yeah. are what you do. Yeah. Oh, you're from what you do. That's what they say. <laughs> then moved to America, or just Tim's recently. from Bend Over. It's oh, like, oh, a new place it's uh-huh, beside uh-huh. Bangkok, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and he has his passport, and he keeps it with him. Yeah, but you were saying you're doing a movie. 
No, but yeah, I might do that stuff. But right now I'm like super busy. So it's kind of one of those things where as soon as stand up starts back up like properly, uh, I have another special that I am going to record and it's yet to be known where that will end up. Do you up. think they're going to do what they're doing with um, basketball and put like fake video crowds in? Oh my to, like, They already do it. Oh, no, no, they're, yeah. just, they're, they're, they're putting them in rooms. Like they're playing basketball in like a closed room now. What oh. they're going to do at the basketball game, disrespect our flag, mm-hmm. Ian. Yeah. Right. Is that what you mean? Take a meal. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Dude, American culture, like everything that we've, we've held like as a pastime is just gone. It's like true. basketball is becoming boring because there's no audience and nobody like is into it anymore. Baseball, yeah. same thing. Dude, putting the weird cardboard people in the baseball stadiums is the it's like digital. Thing. It's digital. No, no, cardboard a lot of them just people. put just oh, cardboard put people. Real and cardboard. Like, That's yeah. racist. I just say Indians, but um, <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> Cis, <laughs> white cis heteronormative patriarchy. Seriously, yes. Man. Well, anyway, if you do want to go to the white cis channel, it is. Uh, but I'm Canadian, and uh, so, so it's okay then. Because, yeah, because you, know, yeah, you're, you're, you have Trudeau, not Trump. I so. say on stage that I'm allowed to do uh, jokes about race. I'm actually mixed race. I'm half Irish, half English. Oh my so, god! Uh, go. It's it's all better now. It's all fine. I'm from a faraway land. Us, listen, me and your your parents would get me immigrants, but you know these guys don't get immigrants. <laughs> like, I, don't get it, they don't I know they don't know what it's like to right. move totally to this country it. with it's nothing but hard. The, nothing with a backpack and a strap and a book, Pinocchio mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. One Those just me with a, a leather strap around my art of the deal. Oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> but it guided you. It guided you. It yeah. brought you brought you home. Exactly. One apple. If, you can also follow Sour Petulids. You can. You can follow me. Sour Petulids. L-Y-D-S. Hot follow. I recommend it. Oh, thank you. Thank good. you, Ryan. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, can we go to bed now? Can we? Is that it? It's <laughs> yeah. time to go. Well, yeah. no, I have, to, I have a, a meeting with that half pipe to get my revenge. That's right. You is, is, going is your skin just like stuck to one of the screws now? Yeah, you, like, you gotta go find it. Yeah, there's lots of my... This guy is like, I'm gonna slide down the six oh, foot. so sad. And then he like cut himself. Yeah. Aww. That's well, your fault. Once we pull the soap shoes back out. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. You just run <laughs> off and you like put your feet there and then it's like the best trick ever. I was like, That's where great. are the boards? And he's like, it's a parkour course, dude. Come on, <laughs> yeah, it's a half pipe, but it's for rollerblades, man. Anyway... Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. Live. Smash the like button on your way out. Subscribe, notification bell, and we will see you all tomorrow. Bye, guys.